This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Wendy Gillette in New York. The suspect in the July 4th parade shooting outside Chicago will be in court later this morning. The alleged attack wasn't his first interaction with police, as Chris Van Cleve explains. Highland Park, Illinois police had two previous encounters with murder suspect Robert Cremo III back in 2019. That spring, officers responded a week after a reported suicide attempt. And again in September, when a family member told police the suspect had a collection of knives and threatened to kill everyone. Former President Trump's White House counsel, Pat Cipollone, faces a deadline today to give testimony before the House committee investigating the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. CBS's Scott McFarland with more. The subpoena was issued one day after last week's blockbuster testimony by former White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson, who raised the stakes quite a bit when she said Cipollone had warned they'd be charged with every crime imaginable if Trump went to the Capitol January 6th. A key issue could be if he directly told the president that, and if the committee can establish, Donald Trump tried to go to the Capitol anyway. Two COVID subvariants of Omicron are spreading fast around the nation. CBS medical contributor Dr. David Agus. The good is the vaccines clearly give dramatic protection against serious illness and hospitalization, but they don't against getting ill. And so because of that, people in the country, even if several weeks ago they had a different strain of Omicron, are getting BA5. And you're seeing numbers go up in really every city in the country. Pope Francis says for the first time, women will be named to the all-male committee that chooses bishops. He told Reuters two women will join the committee. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson refuses to step down despite the resignations of 27 ministers and department heads. UK's Minister for Industry just resigned, as did four other members of the government, CBS's Roxana Saberi. As a sign that he's not planning to step down anytime soon, Johnson swiftly appointed replacements for his departing ministers. For some here this morning, it's too little, too late. A new bonus perk for Amazon Prime members, correspondent Jim Crisula reports. Amazon has agreed to add a Grubhub to its list of Prime services in the U.S. The deal also gives Amazon the option to acquire a small stake of the food ordering company. Under the deal, U.S. Prime members will have delivery fees waived by select restaurants. Stocks are down right now. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. This is a paid advertisement for legal services. Ricky LeBlanc, Chestnut Hill, Mass. Admitted in Massachusetts only. While this firm maintains joint responsibility, most cases of this type are referred to other attorneys for principal responsibility. Members, Paul J. Morgan, Winter Park, Florida. Nick Neiswander, Florence, Kentucky. Rich Grabo, 970 Farmington Avenue, West Hartford, Connecticut. 860-904-7789. Michael Bo Gonzalez, admitted Louisiana. Filing number LA-22-13614. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other attorneys. I am a paid non-attorney spokesperson. Attention U.S. Marines. Veterans were exposed to toxic chemicals in the drinking water on Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Exposure to these chemicals increased the risk for cancer, birth defects, and other serious health problems. If you or a loved one were exposed to contaminated water on Camp Lejeune, you may be entitled to compensation. A new law gives legal rights to those harmed. It is not too late to take action. Call Sokolov Law now for a free legal consultation at 1-800-397-8100. 1-800-397-8100. 1-800-397-8100. 
Uh, it's going to be a really nice Wednesday out there, but we've got to get through a couple morning clouds first and some dew points that will be muggy, but the humidity is going to drop as we head towards this afternoon. We will see bright sunshine and it's going to be a beautiful day as mentioned, but breezy highs in the mid 80s. Get out and enjoy tonight. Partly cloudy, a calmer wind, lows in the 60s tomorrow. Those clouds will build ahead of a storm system that we're tracking for Friday, but highs will be in the low 80s and then Friday some morning showers and then on and off rain through the day, otherwise partly to most cloudy and it will be humid once again in the channel 3 early warning forecast center i'm lauren richardson hope everybody has a great wednesday out there 79 in norwich it's already 80 in new london good morning i'm marty hausberger new london police working a homicide today a man was shot late last night at the intersection of coleman street and west pleasant street shots reported around 10:30. the victim pronounced dead at lawrence at memorial hospital later on Police said the shooting does not appear to be a random act. The man's identity has not been released and won't be until his family is notified. Westerly police issuing 21 citations over the holiday weekend for consuming alcohol on town beaches. Uh, police Chief Paul Gingerella says there have been many complaints over the years of people drinking on the beach, which leads to fights and other intoxicated problems. Well, enforcement efforts will continue throughout the summer. Last year, Westerly police issued over 400 infractions, each of which carries a $100 fine. It was a busy 4th of July weekend for Connecticut State Police. Troopers responded to more than 6,400 calls between midnight July 1st and July 4th, 1159. There were nearly 300 crashes, two of them involving fatalities. The CSP also issued 910 citations, 644 of them for speeding. Fifty alleged drunk drivers were taken off the highways and cited for DUI. Connecticut Senator Chris Murphy continued his walk across Connecticut yesterday, starting in Cornwall and working his way to Litchfield. The day's trip included finding the graves of his ancestors at a cemetery in Goshen and visiting uh, the Connecticut Junior Republic in Litchfield, which is a school for troubled children. Murphy also held a town hall meeting in Litchfield last night, featured a visit from Congresswoman Johanna Hayes. And Rhode Island State Senator Tierra Mack facing some criticism for a TikTok video she posted over the weekend. Mack uploaded herself in a bikini at the beach, twerking. At the end of the video, Mack encourages everyone to vote for her. The Democrat running for re-election in September. Sunny today, breezy, up to 85. It's 79 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Did you see that video? She was standing on her head. She was twerking on her head? She can't do that. What is twerking? What does that mean? I don't even know what that oh, means. It's kind of a sexually suggestive... Yeah, no, really. She was... Uh, she had her, on leg- her head doing it? She had her legs up in the air. And right. you could see the backside and... Uh, what? It was part of her um, advertisement to be reelected. <laughs> mm. I've never heard of anybody twerking on their head, though. That's well, this was a head twerk. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. I did I'm not see it. Yeah. It's, mm. um, I have that's, to say, truly, it's pretty disgusting. Is it really? <laughs> oh, yes. It's, wow. It looks like somebody's in a lot of trouble. Maybe in the election polls. I don't well, know. She may not get reelected if it's that bad. I don't know. Hey, who knows? You know, it's, sometimes it just depends what party you're, you're in or, or what beach you're on. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know where she was. Uh, but well, this one was on the beach. Well, okay. I, mean, I, I think she was wearing a I think she was in uh, 
in Rhode Island, and I think she yes. was wearing a bikini. That's what I said. Yes, a bikini. But I don't know what I don't know what beach. Well, it'll be they'll name it the beach after her now for that. You know, I think it was Twerk Beach. Twerk Beach. Yeah, there's a good name for a beach. Twerk Beach. So I start thought I would start off the uh, the show today with uh, a really disgusting, dirty joke. You're okay. kidding. Okay. I was kidding. I was kidding. Oh, just wanted kidding. to see if everybody was listening. I'm listening. Because all of a sudden everybody, whoa, turn that radio up. Or down. Sure about those monsters that put fireworks with the animal shelter? Yeah, yeah. Trying to scare the doggies. Yeah, that yeah, wasn't nice. Geez, unbelievable stuff. There's a lot of jerks out there, yeah. Yeah, they are. With the real jerks, please stand up. We mm-hmm. should capture them. We should put them in a kennel and throw fireworks at them. And there. We could throw maybe old dog biscuits at them. <laughs> and that or dog be, something. They'll yeah. have to eat that for lunch. That yeah. would be that for That'd a punishment, huh? Yeah, I like it. Would that be a little bit too mean, huh? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be accused of being too mean. Nope. Not mean enough. We don't really have a lot of punishments for things like that. I don't know what the punishment would be. Well, uh... Cruelty to animals, I would think, would yeah, be one uh, so. offense, and uh, illegal fireworks, that well, would be another were, offense. They were so young. Let's uh, just give them a little tap on know. the wrist. We don't know who it mm-hmm. was yet. And then there's this 13-year-old boy they stopped with a loaded gun, driving a car that had, uh, you know, wasn't there anybody's license that they could figure out. He was 13 and driving a car? 13 and driving a car. Finally, with a gun. Finally, they did pull him over. Got out of the car and a gun, fully loaded, fell out of his pocket. Well, that's not good. Thirteen years old. They don't even sure who the car belongs to. Where was this? Oh man, I forgot. Um, I, I, I was it in Boston. Let me see if I can. I read it this morning and I said, "Yeah, I got to mention this to Marty because uh, hmm. naturally I'll find it in a few minutes." But uh, anyway, that's a true story. And I believe it was in New York but, or Boston. Okay. In the meantime, would you like to bid on a 76-million-year-old dinosaur skeleton? No, I'm good. Thank you. The no. auction to New York City. No, I'm, I'm, I don't need that. 76 million years old. Oh. Very fragile, I would imagine. Mm. Before there was uh, FedEx and all those things. The fossilized skeleton of T-Rex. Why do they all have the same name? T-Rex yeah, relative on. that roamed the Earth about 76 million years ago will be auctioned in New York this month. Sotheby's announced Tuesday. The Gregorius skeleton will highlight Sotheby's natural history auction July 28th. Mm. The Gorosaurus. The Gorosaurus. The Gorosaurus was an apex carnivore that mm. lived in what is now the western United States and Canada during the late Cretaceous mm. period. So like Idaho. Yeah, it could be. Montana. It predated its relative, the Tyrannosaurus Rex, by 10 million years. Oh, wow, that's all? <laughs> the specimen being sold was discovered in 2018 in the Judith River Formation near Montana. Oh, Sotheby's good. said it measures nearly 10 feet tall, 22 mm-hmm. feet long. Sotheby's pre-sale estimate for the fossil is 5 million to 8 million. I don't know where I'd put that. Where would you put that? I don't know. I don't know. My playroom, I guess. So I would you? Know. Yeah. I got high ceilings there. Come it's on a big over room. the house. Well, you build a whole room for it. Yes. Put yeah. it out in the yard. I don't know. 
Wouldn't everybody people? want to come and see it? I would think a lot of people house? would want to see it, yeah. Or you could charge maybe 10 bucks a visit and get your money back? That'd take a while, but yeah. Yeah. Would they say $5 million? $5 million to $8 million? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd take a few visits to get that back. Of course, you, had a, you, had a, you have a doll, so I, dog, I don't know how that's going to work out. I think he'd be fine. He'd be, he'd be enjoying the bones. He'd be fine. Yeah, he's probably starting gnawing on it. Really? Yeah. Yes, really. <laughs> well, that's it. My big auction for the day. Huh. You're going to bid on that or not? No, but no. I bid you adieu. I'll talk to you later. Nice. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Isn't it amazing that they, they really think they know that something is 10 million years old? I had a carton of milk the other day. I thought maybe that was 10 million years old. Hi, welcome to the program. Good morning to you. Thank you for holding. Welcome to the show. Let's go over here. Hi, WICH. Hey, Sue. Hey, Joe. Hey, brother, good morning. I'm the first caller. You are Listen, the first caller. I'm going go, to go right to the music. First of all, I had a good morning with Danny O. Listen to his music. All right. Me too. Carly Simon. Yeah, he plays some real... He's a very... He's an unbelievable, cool guy. Um, Carly Simon, Anticipation. That just came to my head because I'm anticipating that... And I love uh, Heinz ketchup from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's the best ketchup you could ever have on any dining room table. They turned it into a commercial. I remember that, yes. Yeah, and and, and Carly Simon. Yeah, anticipate. Uh, here's another one. You mentioned the dinosaurs. I'm not in the dinosaurs, but T-Rex came out about 67. You dirty little girl, you're my girl or something. Remember that song? Not at all. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Uh, you cheating little girl. Some it, it was a weird song, and his name was T Rex. I remember the T Rex name, but I remember the song. No. Yeah, it was kind of weird. All right, now we're gonna get on two more subjects. I'll do the Susie Q. Two more subjects. And I'm gonna piss uh, Larry off because I can't wait to fire him up. This guy in Illinois, and I went to boot camp in Chicago, Illinois. This guy had a track record and a half, still, and, and and knives and all this. Now he just murdered seven people. He's only 20-some years old. I mean, when's it going to stop? Well, this guy tried to kill himself once, and then he threatened to kill uh, everybody in his family, and then uh, they went to his house and took away all his knives, and then he's able to buy guns, and, yeah, when are we going to wake up? You're right. I yeah, brother, and and the thing is, I only got CPTV, and I like it. I I listen to Judy Woodruff at six o'clock. I try to get the news, and I listen to your station every hour on the hour. And I love Marty, by the way, he's great. The thing is, how what's it going to take? I mean, seven people were just killed. It, it it blows my mind, Stu. It really does. I, 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 I'm probably kicking the dead horse again. And the other thing was, uh, 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 no, I, I ran out of gas. I, I'm just going to sit back and try to enjoy. I always enjoy your station and, and your programs, Stu. You're the best. All right, get some but, fresh air, all right? But, huh? Get some fresh air today. 
Well, I'm looking out the Doppler, Stu Doppler uh, window. It's a little partially cloudy. I'm not okay. a weatherman, but you know what? That's one thing you can get away with in life. If you're a weatherman, if you screw up, you can't you can't be held accountable. <laughs> okay, thanks. See you, Joey. Later, man. Joey, 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 Joey. So animal control officers who arrived at the animal shelter in Bates Woods Park Tuesday morning said they made an alarming discovery. East Lyme and Waterford Animal Control Officer Bob Yechnuk said it was clear not only that fireworks had been set off in the park near the animal shelter, but also that debris from the fireworks was found inside the kennels. Twelve dogs are being housed. Fortunately, none of them seem to be hurt. I don't know. I guess we do know. Anyway, let's see what else we can talk about today. Uh, talk about yourself. How you doing? Hmm? I enjoy listening to Danny O in the morning. Has some great conversations with Marty. Catch him every morning from six to ten. Let's see. Uh, Chris Murphy is now uh, walking across the state. He said he started on water. I didn't know he could really walk on water, but he is walking all over the state. Maybe you'll bump into him. And Boston police. Oh, here's the story I was telling Marty. that It was in Boston. Boston police arrested 13-year-old boy who was allegedly carrying a gun while driving. Why do they say allegedly? It fell out of his pocket. People are shaking their heads going, what is going on? You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning. All right, here's my silent caller. I'll just hang on the line till you hang up. Is that all right? So I was talking about... Um, okay, good. They hung up. The juvenile was arrested after the, he allegedly refused to pull over for police in Dorchester. Boy, that was my hunting ground when I was growing up. No, I wasn't hunting. I hung around there. Late on the 4th of July. It's the latest string of juvenile arrests across the city. We were manufacturing some really uh, interesting kids, aren't we? It's got to be the family unit. Officers assigned to the Youth Violence Strike Force. Officers arrested the boy on firearm charges along Columbia Road. While on directed patrol, officers looked up the plate of a vehicle and they determined that the registration information did not match the vehicle. That's a shock. Officers activated their emergency lights and sirens to conduct a traffic stop, but the boy refused to stop. Officers were eventually able to get him to stop, remove the boy from the vehicle as they conducted a pat's frisk. They saw a gun fall out from his leg to the ground. It was a 380 Ruger loaded with one round in the chamber and five rounds in the magazine. The boy is expected to be arraigned in Dorchester Juvenile Court on charges of delinquent unlawful possession of a firearm, unlawful possession of ammunition, operation of a motor vehicle without a license, attached registration plates, operating unregistered motor vehicle, and refusal to stop for a police officer. So what punishment do we think will give this adorable boy? Hmm? Tap on the wrist? I don't know. What kind of a punishment would be a deterrent for this kid not to get in trouble again? That is the question. Something to think about. In the meantime, 89-5252 is the telephone number. Today should be quite warm and quite humid, so we'll get ready for that. 
Our connections make powerful things happen, uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. With over 1 million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Around the world, generations of leaders build new friendships and solve problems, turning great ideas into reality. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org slash action. Looking for a great way to kickstart your weekend? Join the Thames River Heritage Park every Friday from 5.30 to 6.30 on a Discover the Thames Happy Hour Cruise. Gather your friends, bring your favorite beverage, and hop aboard the Thames River Heritage Park's authentic Navy utility boat for a relaxing cruise down the Thames. Advanced tickets are $25 for adults and $15 for children 12 and under. For details and tickets, go to ThamesRiverHeritagePark.org and click Boat Tours. Thames River Heritage Park. One river, a thousand stories. A lot of folks been asking about our buddy Pete Franklin, the Gabby Cabby. Unfortunately, I don't have any good news for you. I know he wasn't feeling well, and uh, hopefully we can get a positive uh, email from him. We'll see. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Good morning, Stu. How are you? Good morning. I was looking for you at the... Um, the yeah. Fr- the, uh, the last week. Last week, yeah. yeah. And, and they didn't take a break, so it was hard to no. go and find you. I was. I know, until you left, until you decided to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, did you like that concert? Yeah, I like that group very much. This is in Watch Hill, Rhode Island. She's wondering yeah. what we're talking about. It was a great mm-hmm. free concert. I loved it. Yeah, I'm glad you. I'm glad you got to go. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm wondering a couple other things. Uh, one thing actually. Um, remember last week you said before you left on Thursday, you said you uh, on Monday uh, the holiday you were going to have uh, have them play uh, four hours of um, the lunchtime oldies. Yes. But. It didn't happen that way. They played the regular music. Oh, you're kidding. Well, they, in front of me, I checked on that, and uh, I was told that it was done. Well, it I'm, was not done. That's whoever too bad. Didn't do it, whoever didn't do it. I called the office. I didn't think there'd be anyone in there, but I called the office just to see if there was somebody in there, too, so they could fix it. But, you know, nobody answered because they were, you know, the holiday. Uh, hmm. So I just don't know. You know, I just wanted to tell you it didn't happen that way. Well, all I can tell you is the instructions were to do it, and it didn't happen, so I will certainly look into it. Okay, good. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. I, I said, no, it can't be happening, because, I, I mean, I like your music anyway, but when the last time all these, it's fun to hear them over and over again, if you're, if you're going to do it that way. Yeah, that's the way I wanted to do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so uh, I didn't get to dance as much as I wanted to. Well, this Friday, because Keith C. Rice is out, I'm going to be playing some very um, important interviews and interesting ones that we've had in the past. And at noon to one, it's supposed to be lunchtime oldies. So I'll double check on that, too. All righty. And one more thing. Um, That's not a question. It's a statement. Um, Last week, we went to see um, um, uh, Father Stew, the movie Father Stew. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. You've heard about it, I'm sure. Oh, but, um, I've heard a lot it's about a very it. Good, very, very good movie. If you get a chance to go anywhere to see it, um, we saw it for free at the library, but um, it's excellent. It's really excellent. Um, it, it, you know what it's about, right? A box is a boxer changing uh, later on to be turning, uh, turning a pri- into a priest. Yep, yep. It sounded very interesting, and I, I know it's around, and I really would like to see it. Yeah, it's a good one. I don't know um, if I'd want to see if so it was Father George. I encourage but anybody who you know, and it's Mark Wahlberg's playing the role of the of the uh, of the priest. So yes, mm-hmm. just encouraging people to go if you have a chance to. It's really good. 
So good. So, it held your interest. All right. I will take. I uh, hope you take care, and I'll uh, get in touch with you some other time. Take, okay, have great. Have a good day. Thanks for calling. Okay. Bye bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hello. Hi there. Hi, Stu. Morning. Hope you had a nice holiday. Did you? It was okay. Thank you. Yeah, great. The weather was perfect. I mean, it could have been better. My uh, daughter-in-law has uh, come down with COVID. I have not seen her in a while, so uh, I think I'm pretty safe. But uh, it was kind of sad. We were going to have a gathering, and it didn't work out. I'm sorry. Well, I hope she's better. Mm -hmm. Um, Stu, you know, like, COVID is like... It's there, but we kind of kind of phasing out of it. I guess it's going to become instead of a pandemic and an endemic. You know. Yeah, it so, looks that um, way, but it's still uh, it's still hanging so around. It, yeah, I think we kind of move on from it, but it's like still there. You know what I wanted to ask you, Sue? Because of work and stuff, I don't get to listen to you every day, but um, I know that there has been some tax changes for people over 65 um, in terms of pension, annuity, deductible amounts. I was wondering if you um, would consider having like some, some representative from mm-hmm. either party who could talk about it in detail. Well, that should be easy to do, to find somebody to explain all of that. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish our friend... Um, our wonderful senator, who used to come on the show many, many times, Edith Prague, she would be the one I'd first call, but we can find somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and um, if you do have someone, do you put the agenda on your website? In, so in case that, I guess... Yeah, we do, generally we do. I, I, you know, I, I have some people and I say, well, I'm going to have this guest on such and such a day, and, and they post it, so uh, it should be on there. Yeah, well... Mm-hmm. I certainly will. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, I think that could interest a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That I mean, a good, I presume, a good amount of your your audience. Is so, what's been uh, how's, it, how's everything going with you? All right. Yeah, pretty good. Just been busy, so I haven't been able. So I was thinking, I wonder if you had that topic covered already and I missed it or what? No, you didn't miss it. I, I'm due to have somebody on that type of uh, information, so I'm glad you reminded me. Yeah. All right. I'll look forward to that and I'll check your website even if I might not be able to listen to you. Mm-hmm. So, do, you, do, you, do you do much on the computer? Yeah. Okay, because you can get us on a podcast every day. Okay, but yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I guess I could look at the topic and know which day to listen more than another day because sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have the time to look. I, can't, I would love to listen to you every day, but I can't. Okay. Well, I thank you for uh, checking in today. Yeah, all right. I'll look forward to that. All right. Okay. Thank you. So, what's the weather? Sticky, icky. Meteorologist Lauren Richardson. She has a sweet voice, huh? She is uh, giving us a forecast of uh, clouds. I don't mind clouds. Do you? Clouds? When you're out in the clouds, don't uh, don't think you don't have to put suntan lotion on because the sun just gets right through the clouds and grabs you. All right? 85 degrees for a high today, partly cloudy and calmer, with lows 
60 to 68 Thursday, partly to mostly cloudy with a chance of isolated showers the evening. 81. Friday, morning showers on and off, rain through the day and evening, otherwise partly to mostly cloudy and humid, 82 degrees. Typical July weather, and our current temperature is uh, 78. If you'd like to join us on any subject, you want to vent about anything, you want to invent something, or something that's going good, we'll take all forms of calls at 889-5252. 94.5 WICH is celebrating summer this Friday at Howard T. Brown Park with the Norwich Harbor Fireworks. Brought to you by Foxwoods Resort Casino. There will be food trucks and music in partnership with the Greater Norwich Area Chamber of Commerce. All the fun starts at 5 p.m. and the fireworks blast off just after 9 p.m. Look for the WICH tent with Franco and your chance to win prizes at the Norwich Harbor Fireworks. Friday with 94.5 and 1310 a.m. WICH. Oh, isn't it great to have them back Friday night? Fireworks, and they do a terrific job. Fox News commentary. The push for green energy could leave us vulnerable to blackouts this summer. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-328-9696. That's 800-328-9696. Secret Democrats want to move away from fossil fuels and traditional energy sources as fast or faster than possible, but that makes us vulnerable to summer blackouts. Experts warn that our strapped power grid can't meet the increased demand, and the green energy push is making matters worse. Renewable energy is great and all, but it currently doesn't operate at a capacity that can keep up with demand, especially in the heat of summer. States that have made the political rather than realistic decision to limit coal and natural gas or take them offline altogether could be in for some real problems in the coming months. Turns out wind and solar only work when there's enough wind and sunshine. Go figure. Americans shouldn't have to suffer brutal temperatures and rolling blackouts because politicians place their virtue signals over their constituents. Now is not the time for social experiments. Use what works and keep America cool, powered, and running. I'm Tommy Laird, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. Stu Breyer with you, WICH. Welcome to the program. Good morning. I can't hear you. Could you... Get closer to the phone, or can you hear me now? It's Tom Graney. Hi, Tom. A little better. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just wanted to remind you that in the early '80s, I got assigned to Tom. Come in, Tom. Can you hear Ground... me now? Ground control to Major Tom. Yes, I can hear you now, Tom. All right. So uh, back in the early '80s, I was assigned to cover the Gucci Brothers fireworks, and I went on the day that they were loading the barges that they used to have in the Thames River. Mm-hmm. And it was quite quite the network of uh, uh, pyrotechnics, as they say. And I think it was the first time they they, uh, they shot them off in the, from the barges. And uh, it was quite, you know, the inner workings of it was quite interesting. And, uh, not, you know, you've, you've seen in the last recent years, I think it was San Diego or some other city, had a fireworks display gone bad. Uh, so there is, there is a, a lot of danger involved, but they... They seem to have it down to a science, and it was quite expensive back then. I'd have to go back and listen to the tapes, but uh, the, 
fact that they're having the Norwich Harbor Days uh, reminded me of that news event back in the early 80s, probably 81, 82. You can imagine how expensive it is now, huh? Oh, my, it's got to be over $100,000 easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think back then it was twenty five or $50,000, which seemed like a lot of money. Well, they do a nice job, I know that. Uh, oh, yeah. From the and past. it was synchronized. Do you remember it used to be synchronized to the radio station uh, music? Yep. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. And I, I was down there many, many times uh, doing some broadcasting work and being there with the boomers. And um, it was quite nice. What a big crowds. Always had the biggest crowds, huh? I remember one night uh, I brought the kids and I watched it from Monument Park in Broughton. I think that's what it's called. Um, that was amazing. So they played all day and they were exhausted by the night. Nighttime came, but the displays, the fireworks were just incredible. One year I actually drove across the Gold Star Bridge when it was happening. That was wild, too. Hmm. Yeah, it was just by happenstance. <laughs> were people stopping on the bridge? I didn't. Uh, imagine some might have, but yeah. that's, that's a very dangerous thing to do. But of course it I is. I wish you a great... I wish you a great summer, Stu. I just always love listening to you, my friend. Hey, Tom, always great to hear from you. Thanks, buddy. Right. Hey, take care. Bye-bye. From the WICH alumni, former news director, Tom Graney, who we enjoyed working with so much, and we do keep in touch. He's a great newsman. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi there, Sue. Oh, you know, pretty day. And boy, am I glad we got rain. Boy, did my garden take off after that. Where did wow. it go? Yeah. Hmm? Um. You know... That you had an ad on, well, I don't know if an ad, well, whatever, the lady talking about solar and all that. And, yeah, reiterating what my Epic Times said, that in places where you get a lot of clouds, you know, that, that affects the solar. And then, um, you know, wind, only when it is windy to the turbines turn. Now, we have to remember what happened a couple years ago. Two or three years ago, down in Texas, where it's warm all the time, they had a freak week-long freeze. Yeah, I remember it well because I have friends that live there. And they froze, literally froze to death. The wind turbines froze. Nothing worked. And this is a place that's warm that depends on that. Now, if that can happen in a warm place, what would they do up here? I mean, I know people have, you know, them on the roofs and stuff like that, but it's not like they're actually depending on it 100% because they're still plugged into, you know, the electrical, the telephone poles bringing our electric to all the houses and everything. It's, I don't understand why we are letting a temporary occupant of the White House change our whole infrastructure when, you know, they're going to be gone, another one could come in, and just like with Carter, he put solar panels on the White House, I remember, and then when Reagan came in, he took them off. It's like, that's what's going to happen. Well, that's, uh, presidents uh, generally do what they want to do, unless it is so far out that... um they get impeached, but generally I, how that's it, how it works. Well, yeah, and then I got my Consumer Reports magazine, and of course it always has a rundown on new cars and hybrids and this and that, EVs and everything. The only one to me that makes any sense at all for the Northeast is a hybrid that runs on gas and a storage battery, and when you, your tires are turning, you're braking, it's actually charging the battery, so you do not use as much gas. 
Hybrids are the only ones that make sense for us up here. Okay. And, you know, and there's one other thing. Don't believe anything you're hearing about the Ukrainian war. You know why? I was listening early this morning to the ones over there, the, the, the Greek guy, the English guy, and whatever, right? And they're doing a rundown of what's actually happening. Yes, Putin is taking a lot of areas. And he's killing, they're killing people, innocent um, people. Actually, from the guy on the ground, it's the Ukrainians firing in. But that's neither here nor there. Because Susan, you, you are so on. off base on that. You are but, so off base. But what they are saying is all of these heavy, very expensive weapons that the Americans and everyone else are giving the Ukrainians, they're not having time to learn on them, and that is why they're, get obl- they're getting obliterated and they're losing. Well, that's, that could be an issue, certainly. Uh, they, have, they do have people that are planted there to help them who are actually risking their lives. But, but uh, there's one more thing that we need to know. The CIA is on the ground. The guy was an American affiliated with the CIA, and he cannot believe our mainstream media is not telling the truth of what's going on, but he said they're getting fed what is to be told from the White House. Okay, Sue, and uh, thank you. All right. Um, Sue, our truth-sayer, welcome to the program. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi there. I resolve that problem of litter, of uh, the aftermath of the fireworks. And what is that? Okay. I went over to that house that neighbor. Oh, you got confrontational, huh? Up, well, you know what? I didn't have a concealed weapon. I didn't bring my metal bat. But I want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. So I knock on the door. He's laying on the couch. You know, the door is open. He comes to the door, and I say, oh, you had fireworks last night. Yeah. Well, they were great. But what is your intention about cleaning up the debris that you just left in the middle of the road all over the place. He says, do you have uh, stuff in your driveway? You know, whatever. I said, I already cleaned it up. And I said a few other things, but luckily I didn't get, like, punched out or, or well, something. Were you, were you swearing or something? No. Okay. No. His name is... I'll tell no, you. I don't want to know his name. I don't want to know his name. I don't want to know his name. Okay. And far from it. So I just wanted to say, no, that was just his first name, but I just wanted to say, out of respect in the safety of our neighbors, I can't believe that you don't pick up after yourself, you know, and you know what he did? He went out with the long-handled broom and dustpan and cleaned it up. Well, I respect that. I respect that, that he did it. He... He probably maybe didn't even think he did anything wrong. Well, it's understandable. I can't wait until he grows up because at a younger age, I remember him throwing eggs at my driveway and the neighbor's driveway, just throwing over, and they would run in the house and hide. Well, he's 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 growing up, and maybe he's maturing. And um, well, you had a respect a little bit more. I think he's in his early forties. Okay, then he should be pretty well matured. <laughs> but anyway, like... So that good. That worked out good. You have to be well, careful, you know, though. You saw me. I'm little, 5'2", whatever, but I have a big mouth, and you know that, too. So I took care of it. Let me do this, 
you know, I figured I'd do this first. I did call Public Works. I didn't want to put them out of their way, but I put it to them that they already came around in the area. Now you did this, you know. Did he? It worked out okay. But the song I was thinking of, because I told you I do love all my neighbors, but there's one bad apple by uh, Donny Osmond. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to tell me about a neighbor who was a bad apple. All right, yes, yeah, one bad apple. The street. That's a good. No, he's. He's, no, I guess he's getting better. Okay. Of course he's he is. I mean, he didn't give you a hard time. He realized that he was wrong, and he cleaned it up. That's a good start. Okay. For a neighborly so relationship. Play a good Apple song. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Unless you get hit in the head with an apple. I don't know. Remember that? Hey, listen, I've never heard anything bad about an apple. I mean, I've heard about a bad apple, but, uh, you know, it's usually not ripe. 889-5252 if you'd like to check in. Boy, what a nice day to be on uh, Block Island, huh? Summer on Block Island, things really get going. The restaurants, the bands, the shops, and beaches. And, of course, Block Island Express, where things are more than just humming. Zipping you from New London to Block Island in total comfort on the fastest ferry from the mainland. Block Island Express. On the island, take it slow. To the island, make it fast. Book your trip today at goblockisland.com. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Take Audible along this summer and listen to best-selling audiobooks, exclusive originals, and podcasts. Start with a free 30-day trial at audible.com. Some people may surprise you. You think they're going to act one way and they act another way. As long as you speak decently to them. And I go over there and start swearing and yelling. It's just, you know, there's a lot of pleas in there. And it's how you approach things. And this gentleman did the right thing. Cleaned it up. But it didn't take him very long. And uh, that's a good thing. But be careful how you talk to people. You know, a lot of people are really uh, anxious these days. Or maybe they've always been. I don't know. All right, WICH with Stu at 895252 is the number. WICH, welcome. Clean up the damn mess. I see. That's that's your way of communicating. Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Marie didn't do that. No, I'm glad, too. Yeah. You wouldn't have accomplished anything by doing that. No. Never, no, sir. That's, that's, how, that's how the stuff starts. Absolutely. So you talk about Murphy walking across the state. I have no problem walking across the state, but he should walk across and right out of the state. Right into New York, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and stay there. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about it? Oh, never mind. Go ahead. Okay? Yes. This is as bad as Blumenthal. Blumenthal, if you get to see Blumenthal on TV, on, on, the, on his new commercials for his November 8th uh, election, the despicable idiot put it on about abortions. Mm-hmm. 
That's what is that a commercial is on TV? Well, that's for the November angle. November eighth election. Yeah, that's the angle that uh, will be used a lot in the next election. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Seventy-eight percent of the people polled, abortion is number four on the list. The economy is number one. Yet yeah, still number one. You're absolutely that's right correct. by a great margin, actually. Believe it or not, I didn't know this was going to come in number two, but guns are number two. Well, we're fed up with the crime. I can understand why people would feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what does this mean, Murphy's walk across the state starts on water? What What does that mean? I don't know. It was, uh, it was in the paper. I didn't quite understand it unless they thought he was walking on water. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. And if yeah. he is, uh, then he's going to get a lot of votes. <laughs> if he's... Walking on water now. So, I can uh, tell you right now, I'm not voting for for uh, Blumenthal, and I hope he gets voted out finally. I don't know uh, the, how many. I think there's three three Republicans running in the primary in August. I don't know which one's going to win. I do hope that. I don't know if that woman's going to win or not. I keep forgetting her name. Uh, well, you don't hear much from them, and I'm very disappointed that Bob Stefanowski has not gotten in touch with us. We've reached out to him. Uh, but I do get lots of calls from uh, our governor's people. I mean, lots of emails, lots of things. You want to come on the show? Well, yeah, I've attempted uh, actually to get Lamont on the program, but he has been on, but hasn't been on in a long time. We had it set up, and then he canceled, so maybe well, he you feels... Went, you could have went right down the street yesterday from your radio station, and mm-hmm. you could have got to interview uh, Blumenthal and Becerra, both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I was willing. Well, drive five minutes away from they were from your radio station. Well, I'm surprised that uh, they don't. I mean, he's been on the air a few times, but Bob Stefanowski, definitely not. So I don't understand. Well, I don't know what, what, what he's up to. Um, uh, the Republicans will uh, blow it again in November for Connecticut. We don't have one representative from Connecticut, Washington D.C. Not one, mm-hmm. and that is absolutely pathetic. Maybe they just can't come up with the dough. I don't understand, but that's the way it is, and uh, if you're not going to have a good campaign, I guess you don't deserve to win. Yeah. So what do you think? One other thing I'll let you go. What do you think of this? Uh, this uh, monkeypox is now in Connecticut. I don't know how they got this name, monkeypox. One for case. This, uh, for this disease. But now they're blaming it on, um, now they're blaming it on uh, uh, men's sex again. Remember when they started that, that stuff about AIDS way back, back yeah, it was in the eighties. Supposed to be a gay they disease. Was, they, yeah. said, they said it was from uh, that that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. that sexual kind of stuff, and then all of a sudden they came out and said it can also be spread heterosexually and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Remember that? I remember it well. Yes. Yeah. So now they start with with this again. That monkeypox is from uh, two, two men having sex with each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I'll bet you any money they're not right again. No, of course they're not right. Of course they're not right. You know, I'm sure that when monkeypox well, has been around other places, everybody uh, has had it. Not everybody, well, but it's been my theory. both sexes. If this kind of sexual activity has been taking place for years uh, uh, between men. Well, how come all of a sudden this is just just uh, coming out now? This this thing. I don't know, but certainly it was not what they said with AIDS. Certainly. Uh, no, AIDS, was, AIDS, they were wrong, right? Yeah, I mean, well, uh, unfortunately, thousands of uh, heterosexuals have contracted AIDS. 
So I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they get to. What, what is this anyways? Is it like a rash on your body or something? It's a rash. It it's, uh, you know, you could get bad cases with it. But, uh, in fact, I put in a call to the Anchors Health Center uh, to talk more about it. But most of the time, eventually you'll be okay. But it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. All right. Okay, I'll talk to you a little while still. All right, buddy. Thanks. And uh, WICH, welcome. Hi. Hi there. Morning. You know how everybody wants us to go green? Just, you know, for the uh, environment? Yes. Okay. Now, when's the federal government going to get electric cars for, like, the people in Washington, like the certain politicians, like the Speaker of the House, various other ones, we're not going to have them shuffle around in electric cars. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, are they going to get uh, electric cars for the president? He'll be all uh, set, yes. Okay. Now, as my understanding on the news, they had thing about uh, uh, tractor trailers can go roughly 300 miles before the batteries have to be recharged. 300 miles. So, in other words, he can make it to, from... Rhode Island border down into New Jersey somewhere, they've got to pull over and charge the battery. Mm-hmm. Now, are, they want us to put solar panels out. Are they going to put solar panels on the White House lawn? <laughs> you know? I, I guess so, they, depending they, on who they, remains they, they to they be in power. Green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Listen, there's uh, solar panels. It, I don't want to buy them from China, but it looks like that's what we have to do. Yeah. Uh, are they going to put solar panels uh, various other locations, like uh, in Washington, where they got a lot of grass? I don't know. We'll have to ask them. But like I say, if they want to go green, and that, what is electric company going to be able to generate the power? What's it going to happen to our electric bill? Having to keep charging these electric cars up. Well, there's no uh, no ecstasy in everything full time. There's always going to be some flaws, but um, I don't know. You'd have to ask an expert on that. Well, uh, here's one other thing. Quite a few years ago, she didn't always sit two of their bucket trucks down for a hurricane or whatever down south. And they were uh, using propane or whatever to their trucks used, they had to turn around in New Jersey because they couldn't find a place where they could ch- get their tanks charged. And that. Mm-hmm. So, so they had to come back. So what are you going to do? Drive down 395, whatever, not be able to get on the, and, you know, fuel for those things. All right. I think That's the government it. should buy us all electric cars. You know, put up the 60, uh, 60,000 or whatever, 70,000, and we'll try it out. Let them yeah. buy it for us. And have them uh, give us money to pay the increase in our electric bills. And that too, yes. <laughs> okay, thank, <laughs> thank you, you, sir. And I can trade in my green monster. Oh, I don't have that anymore. It's a dinosaur. Yeah. Hokey dokie. So it says Murphy's sixth walk across state starts on water. U.S. Senator Chris Murphy began his sixth annual walk across Connecticut. Uh, Monday on the 4th of July holiday, embarking in a kayak on the Housatonic River 
spending time along the Appalachian Trail. Senator Murphy stated in a post on Twitter that he traveled for about 20 miles by river and road on Monday. While taking his journey across the state, Chris Murphy will hear from residents on a variety of topics and take this information back to Washington. During his first day on the road, Murphy said he spoke with residents about high-speed Internet access, gas prices, and mass shootings, an issue the Democrat has doggedly tried to address since Sandy Hook, ushering in a landmark bipartisan gun violence bill that that, uh, last month that is the most far-reaching response by Congress in decades, which I didn't find anything wrong with that. Uh, Besides talking with residents, Murphy also took the time to enjoy local cafes and the company of a couple's fishing in Litchfield County. Is he fishing for votes? I don't know. While Murphy was in Cornwall, he received a visit from First Selectman Gordon Ridgway, who gave him some squash and maple syrup from his farm. Falls Village First Selectman Henry Todd, Salisbury First Selectman Curtis Rand, and State Representative Maria Horn of Cornwell also spent time with Murphy on Monday. Chris Murphy's planned trail and itinerary takes him through the western part of the state this year, headed south from Litchfield to New Haven. The walk will end on Thursday, July 7th in New Haven. One of his walks, he was on our show while he was walking. Just told me to watch my step. No, he called up. We had a congenial chat together. I don't know if I'll be calling him on the walk this year. But if he walks near the uh, our area, we'll, we'll get a hold of him, chat with him. But I don't think that's happening this time around. All right, look at this. We have time for another call or two, and the number is uh, 889-5252. 889-5252. In case you're new to our program, 860-889-5252. You can catch us at WICH.com if you miss any of our show or guests. We have a podcast, and all you have to do to get to the podcast is, and we we go back quite a few uh, weeks in the podcast, in case you missed something, go to WICH.com, and on the top it says Stu's Podcasts, and you just poke it in, and then you can uh, get to a podcast of previous shows and interviews. So a New Haven man has become the first person in Connecticut diagnosed with monkeypox, since an outbreak of the disease was identified in the United States this spring. The man who is in his 40s has not been hospitalized, but has been isolating. The State Department of Public Health announced Tuesday his name has not been released. I guess they feel that it's, from all I'm hearing, and we're learning more about it, sexually transmitted. Dr. Manisha Juthani, the department's commissioner, said DPH has alerted medical professionals in higher-risk populations about monkeypox and has asked local health departments to monitor for cases. DPH believes that the risk to Connecticut residents from this case is low. He said in a statement, a monkeypox outbreak and there will likely be additional cases in Connecticut in the weeks ahead, but right now it is quite low. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, how are you? All righty, my friend. What's up? What's up? Yep. What's okay, up, Doc? Yeah, there's a couple of things, but, but I'll just deal with one because I know I'm short of time. You know, closer to the so phone. Yesterday I heard mm-hmm. 
that you know how they're President Biden is releasing um, oil from our reserve. It's not all going to America. Some going to China, some going to Europe, and we're down fifty percent of our reserve. Well, you certainly, uh, if you're looking for something of common sense with me, I agree that nothing makes a lot of sense these days. It's you know it's. It's every day. Just when you think you've heard it all, there's something else. And this is the something else. That not only, I mean, the reserves were filled by, by Donald Trump when oil was at a super low price. And now it's at a high price, and he's releasing it. It's not really helping us at the gas station. And he's sending it elsewhere. Um, and he's begging Saudi Arabia and Venezuela to send us oil when he could open the pipeline and we could get hundreds of thousands of gallons. Well, it's unlikely he's going to give in to that. It's unlikely that he'll do that. Anyway, it's Mm -hmm. a beautiful day, Ella. Yes, it is. Enjoy. Enjoy. Thank you. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Will you be my neighbor? Will you be my nice neighbor? Good. Isn't it great to have good neighbors? It's such a blessing. Hmm. I love to be next door to a neighbor who's very handy. Uh, could you uh, help me screw in this light bulb? Oh, sure, we'll help you out. We take them to lunch or something after, but I've had the fortunate situation where uh, I was across the street from neighbor Tom, who used to help us out when we were trying to fix something even when we had a little smoke filled kitchen he came in and he took care of that for us and because he did that I let him have his leaves blow right into my yard I didn't care he was a good guy and then we had a neighbor who moved away his name is Gene and he was great he could fix anything what a blessing what a blessing no we did force money on him he said I don't want to take anything but just nice to be uh, I'm so in awe of people that are handy guess it's an art you know my son he can fix anything it's amazing but he doesn't live around here I don't know where he got that uh, he just it comes naturally to him you know I'm I'm trying to open up a folding chair and he doesn't two seconds did you ever struggle trying to pull up a folding chair well okay it happens some of them are a little tricky, you know. Hmm? You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Sunny, breezy today, up to 85. Uh, wind will calm down tonight. It's going to be in the 60s, partly to mostly cloudy tomorrow, high of 81. And then morning showers on Friday, and then off and on rain throughout the day. It's going to be muggy on Friday, up to 82. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Thank you, Marty Hausberger. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Thank you, whoever you are, too. (laughs) All right, we'll uh, see what's happening in the news, and we'll have another round of open forum. And uh, you're always welcome to call in with your point of view, because all points of view are welcome on this program. We don't screen the calls. You just have to keep it in fairly good taste. You know what I mean. Come on, you know what good taste is. 
I hope so. Personality Radio, 1310 AM, WICH Norwich, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Enjoy us on AM and FM now. And uh, currently it is 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, the 21-year-old charged with killing seven people at a 4th of July parade in Highland Park, Illinois, is expected to appear in court this hour to face seven counts of first-degree murder. Correspondent Chris Van Cleve is at the courthouse. This will be a bond hearing. We understand that he is expected to appear virtually. Uh, probably won't be a long hearing, and we, we may not hear much from the suspect. We do understand that he has been talking with police, uh, but still not clear what a motive may have been. So, you know, this will be a pretty standard first appearance by all accounts and one of many to come. We expect prosecutors to seek that he be held without bond pending further trial. Illinois State Police confirmed the suspect's father sponsored his son's application for a gun permit months after family members reported he threatened to kill everyone. Britain's prime minister is in a fight for his political life after dozens of resignations today from ministers and aides in his own party. It comes after an admission mission from Boris Johnson. He knew about previous allegations of sexual misconduct against a former cabinet member when he promoted him earlier this year. It's absolutely true, Mr. Speaker, that it was raised with me. I greatly regret that he continued uh, in office, and, uh, and, I, and I've, I've said that. I have said that before, Mr. Speaker. Lawmakers investigating the January 6th attack have plans to hold another public hearing next week. The goal, says correspondent Scott McFarlane, is revealing ties between former President Trump and rioters. This committee is ready for its next public hearing, set for Tuesday morning. CBS News has learned it'll focus on the role of domestic violent extremists and far-right groups that day. Reports say former White House counsel Pat Cipollone will testify in a transcribed interview. The Pope takes a new step toward inclusion at the Vatican. Reporter Sabina Castelfranco from Rome. In a highly significant shift in the Catholic Church, women will be granted a say in the appointment of bishops, which are only men. Pope Francis said he will appoint two women in the committee that elects bishops in the Congregation of Bishops. By the CDC's estimates, two highly contagious Omicron subvariants, BA4 and BA5, now make up more than half of all new COVID cases in the U.S. But others could be here soon. CBS's Dr. David Agus. We're seeing in India a particular new variant called BA. that actually is overtaking BA5 and seems to be even more infectious and evade immunity also in patients in India. So that worries us for a future variant. The Dow is down 23 points. This is CBS News. Need to hire quality candidates fast? You need Indeed, the end-to-end hiring solution. Attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't 
delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Mississippi's only abortion clinic is set to close today. The Jackson, Mississippi abortion clinic at the heart of the legal fight that led to the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade will close at the end of business today. That, after a judge refused to block a so-called abortion trigger law, it bans most abortions. Mississippi is one of the top four states with the highest rate of young women who are uninsured. Getty Israel is CEO of a nonprofit community health organization that serves pregnant women in Mississippi's capital city. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Critics are calling the Dallas Cowboys tone deaf for teaming up with the Black Rifle Coffee Company. Flavors include AK-47 espresso blend and murdered out coffee roasts. Just a day after the shooting massacre in Highland Park, a team post featured a 31-second video. I called it America's Coffee. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. So would anybody be against the death sentence of that uh, monster who killed people at the parade or the monster who uh, killed people in the supermarket? Would anybody be against that? Well, I don't like the death penalty. I think in that situation, I think it would be good. Of course, it'll never happen. And if it does happen, it'll happen 25 years from now. Anyway, that's just my thoughts. I guess I'm angry. Very angry. But we'll get through this. And uh, it's an open forum. We can talk about just about anything on this program. And if you're been listening to this program for years. We have talked about just about everything. Hello, welcome. You're on the air. Hey, Stu, I beat you to the punch. Uh, Mary Wells, I got two, uh, first quarter, second quarter. Listen, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it. Did you just hear what they said on your news? In in Dallas, uh, Texas. Yes. Cal, uh... A coffee place, you know, a coffee place, America's Coffee, and and America's team. You know, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. I can't stand the fact that they uh, call uh, Dallas America's uh, team uh, as far as football. Who cares? Huh? Who cares? They can call it anything they want. What difference does it make? Uh, Yeah, see, you're better than me, brother, because you're older than me and you're much, much smarter. Yeah, uh, no, I came, I came up with it. Was, it was called Bang a Gong, Get It On, T-Rex. Oh, yeah, I remember that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the song. Uh, I like Maria. You know, she has some good points. Susie, man, you know, I can't listen to USA Today and read it all day. I'd rather listen to you all day. <laughs> okay, good. She'll read you the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm being sarcastic. I'm a little funny, but... Yeah, it is. It turned out. I'm looking out at the bar window. It is looking good. 
uh, what was there was one more thing because uh, oh Larry, I'm glad he called in, but you, you know he didn't even mention the seven uh, murders in that that kid. He was young and uh, his father co-signed and got him. Uh, I guess like you know, will you sign up? You know, co-sign or something like that, Stu. And then, yeah, and he was already notified through the courts and all. You know, he had a his poor record. Yeah, he did. And he then, was, and, uh, then, and then, and then his father, his stepfather, able to buy him this gun and do the damage that he did to this. I don't. This re- I, did, I did not hear that. So that would be news to me. That so he would. He did not purchase the gun himself. His stepfather did. You're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was on Marty. Well, it was on the eleven o'clock news on you through you via your channel. Oh, uh, they probably yeah, mentioned it when I, I ran out to the kitchen. Because I'm thinking, how in the heck did his father? You know, even the last killings. Uh, you know, eighteen, whatever. But this kid, you know, and and the bottom line is, his father or stepfather, please. Please, after 12 o'clock in your oldies, at 1 o'clock, uh, you know, go right down and see Marty in, in, in his newsroom. And, okay. And, and, yeah. And I, I want. Yeah, I want I you to this. give me the scoop. Right I ran out to get a. I ran out to get a sandwich. I gotta go, Joe. Have a good day. Hey, welcome to the program. Oh, hey, Stu. Yes. Oh, I heard my name mentioned. Hey, you know what? Um, that one that um, kills all them people, I heard last night there was, uh, well, actually it was Mark Levin, I heard it from, 45 people and seven dead. But, you know that kid or guy or whatever he is, he online, I think, oh, maybe 2019, he was another one that they allowed through the, the you know, fall through the cracks because he said... He was going to commit suicide, and then later on he said he was going to kill people. So he was another one they let fall through the cracks. He was a rap singer, and some of the lyrics in his songs were very dangerous things. And uh, certainly he was a person of interest, but unfortunately not enough to keep him away from a gun. And they'll go after normal, everyday people... And like those parents that are saying, we don't want our kids learning this junk down there in Virginia, getting put on a, a terrorist watch list. But yet these ones that really are like that, that could pull the trigger and kill people, they don't go after that. So it makes you wonder, yes, conspiracy theory, are they letting them do that as a good reason to take away our guns? Yes, I believe that. No, 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 no. Oh, couldn't be that. Um, Conspiracy's theory of the day with Susie. Yes, go ahead. Epic Times had an article warning to all the Republican groups out there. They are going to insert Democrats. They call them sleepers. They're going to get in the group, or the Republican groups, and then they're going to turn them upside down. And the woman that they caught on recordings telling this, she's in Virginia, right? They got her name and everything. She's some kind of rep already. She actually was asking for money from prison system, people in prison that, you know, have drug money and stuff. 
she's actually asking them. And what happened is she, she got recorded. Don't in you just the love politics? Asking yeah. mm-hmm. them. Well, I wish Didn't we had. Huh? I wish we had honorable politics and politicians, and maybe someday. But uh, well, it, do you ever remember this one from Red Skelton? It, he was playing San Fernando Red. I got the Red Skelton series. And Red Skelton, the, yes. The, there was a guy, and he was playing a mayor, and um, Red, Red Skelton was trying to get him with a picture of a girl with him. Oh, you got a little cutie in this town, huh? Oh. No, and then and, and then he's like, San Fernando, well, it had to do with all kinds of crooked stuff. San Fernando, I am not a crook. And then, and then he says, and you call yourself a politician. Even back then they knew they were crooked. You know, well, I learned a lot. Both sides have been uh, guilty of that through the years, and... Uh that nonsense has got to stop. Oh, oh, I, I know, I, I know. And um, there was <laughs> another could... survey. Uh, survey says that yes. the um, Latino groups. It's all about the econ. It's the economy. You know, I, I don't know who said it. It's the economy. Stupid. Somebody said that a long time ago. But they are looking at the economy, and they are sick of Biden. And so, all right. Uh, well, thank you. They're, they're, Thanks they're, for calling. Uphill battle coming, but be careful because mm-hmm. they got sleepers. They all right. Certain Republican group. All right. Thanks oh. for the memories. Uh, conspiracy theory. I want Sue to come out with a book. Sue's great conspiracy theories. Some conspiracy theories turn out to be true. Others are theories. I mean, I have a conspiracy theories. I know. I'm going to be honest with you. I do. Have a conspiracy theory. This is my only one since the Kennedy assassination. This conspiracy theory concerns January 6th. There was a warning that there were troublemakers that are going to infiltrate the demonstration at the Capitol. Significant warnings. Nancy Pelosi really has not been asked why She didn't give the green light for the National Guard. Or the mayor didn't say, we need the National Guard. I would like to see her asked under oath in the January 6th hearings. Of course, that's not going to happen. Why wouldn't she ask for the National Guard? Now, I know that she had terrible hate for Donald Trump, which is okay. That's her prerogative. But do you think she wanted it to go wrong? I know that's my conspiracy theory, and I could be 100% wrong. That's how I feel. But I'd like somebody to ask her why, with all the warnings, you didn't have more protection there. That's it. And I could be totally off base, but that's just a conspiracy theory of mine. Uh, Larry dropped this off, and I wanted to mention it to you because... uh, caught my attention for sure. Claire Bissett wrote this in the, uh, I think it was Saturday's paper of the day. The chairman of the Republican Town Committee is calling for the immediate resignation of City Council Democrat after she shared a Facebook post that gave home addresses of five U.S. Supreme Court justices under the heading, Get Your Christmas Cards Ready. Freshman Democratic Alderwoman Tracy Berto 
since she shared the post expressing my First Amendment right on my platform and has no intention of resigning. The RTC chairman, Rob Dembski, forwarded a screenshot of the post in an email to city council members and called on council Democrats to seek Berto's immediate resignation so that you may replace her with a citizen who possesses the judgment and behavior that those who elected you to your positions both expect and deserve. And I thought that was a despicable thing that Tracy did, giving the address of the justices, which I think should be personal and private. I think everybody's should be personal and private. Absolutely. It's none of anybody's business. I mean, you may want your mom or dad to know. So it is clear that this is meant to encourage similar behavior from fringe individuals who share Mrs. Berto's strident views, Dembski wrote to the council. Rather than using her position to encourage reason and calm, she instead has chosen to engage in dangerous and borderline criminal behavior. Berto denied any accusation that she was inciting violence. The Post made no reference to protests or actions against the justices. It was not my intent to make any threats, nor did incite, I incite any act of violence, she said. Council President Pro Temp Joseph DeLucia and Alderman Daryl Wilson, chairman of the Democratic Town Committee, defended Berto's right to post the image on her personal social media page and said that she has no reason to resign. Wilson said that it was a gross exaggeration to compare Berto's shared post to the arrest of a man planning to kill a justice. Wilson compared her post instead to citizens sending letters to their elected officials expressing their opinions and disagreements with votes. You can respectively disagree with someone and send letters to legislators on issues, he said. That's fine. DeLucia repeated that Berto did not make a threat or encourage anyone to violence. Americans have the right to express their opinions on what their government does, and I believe that's all she did, he said. There's nothing inappropriate about her post. Why would she put their addresses there, huh? Republican Mayor Peter Nystrom called Berto's post very bad judgment on her part, very bad. He questioned whether the posting violated federal law by publishing the home addresses of the justices. According to national news reports, similar posts of Supreme Court justices' home addresses have been widespread on social media outlets across the country in the wake of the court's controversial ruling June 24th that overturned Roe v. Wade, ending nationwide protections for women seeking abortions. Which, of course, that wasn't right either, in my opinion. Protests have been held outside some justices' residence, which violate a 1950 law prohibiting protests and intimidation of federal justices. It's a law, obviously, that nobody reacted on. Congress acted swiftly and overwhelmingly to pass a bill to extend security protections to Supreme Court justices' families in response to growing threats and protests against justices following the leak of a draft ruling indicating the court would overturn Roe versus Wade. Democratic President Joe Biden signed the bill into law on June 16th, eight days after the arrest of Kavanaugh's would-be attacker, the Associated Press reported. The new law does not contain language regarding publicizing justices' home addresses, but expands security protection to 24 hours provided by U.S. Marshals. 
All I can say it is in terrible taste, in my opinion. And I don't know, I would like to hear from a Democrat that agrees with me, but I haven't seen or heard anybody that says that was in poor taste on the other side. Why would you do that? I just don't get it. 889-5252, and it was, if it was on the other side, I would say the same thing. Absolutely. Nobody has any business what the residence is for a Supreme Court judge or for any judge. No one has the right to know that. 89-5252, you can disagree with me on this program, and I, w- I will take it like a man. I'll take it sitting down. We'll be right back. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Do you know what to do when you have medications you no longer take lying around the house? I'll be back to discuss the potential hazard. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. When you have medications that are expired or you no longer take, you need to dispose of them. No longer do we flush medication down the toilet. Instead, we discard them in the trash as follows. Take all labels off the prescription container. Add either cat litter, coffee grounds, or tap water to the unlabeled vial to make it non-palatable. Seal the container with a cap or tape it to make it less likely to open inadvertently. Place the sealed container in your normal trash. This will keep us all safe and healthy. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. And we're here for your point of view, entertainment, and lunchtime oldies, noon to one. Welcome, you're on the air. Good morning, Stu. Morning, sir. What's up? Oh, I've got a whole bunch of topics that we could go for an hour, but I'll try and keep it. But first of all, I want to say thank you for sending me that clip. I had not known it was uh, hit the papers, our Dairy Queen uh, gathering. Yep, I I couldn't remember what your address was at the station, so I figured I'd get it to you that way. Thank you. First of all, I still keep hearing people saying gun violence, and I have never heard anybody on your show or any other talk shows or anything else that can give me a definition of what gun violence is without telling us about the gun. So we'll let that go for now. Mm -hmm. Second thing, you still get the Epic Times? No, I haven't been getting it. I was getting it for quite a while, and it stopped coming. Well, I'll tell you something that was in the newest one about uh, what this uh, this idiot in the you know in Washington is doing. And 1920, the Germans tried to go green, and for 22 years, they're now at a point right now where everything is falling apart. They got rid of their most of their uh, fuel, whether it was nuclear or oil, and they tried to do everything with just the other couple of things, and it's not working out. And they said in there, maybe that would be something that this guy should look at because 
keep going down the same route that they did. And we're only in 2022. Another question. Yes, sir. You lived in Boston. Mm-hmm. Did you ever go to a town called Bedford? I think uh, once or twice I might have been in Bedford, Mass. It was a very, very long time. Yeah, well, I figured it probably was because I didn't get there till after my I was born and my folks used to go up there because both of my grandparents, my one grandmother and her step uh, uh, dad, my stepdad, granddad, uh, they lived on, oh, they lived within about half a mile of each other. And my one, my grandfather and my dad's side and his mother or his wife, they were down the road. That was the guy that on my grand, uh, on my dad's side, that was one of these high wheel bicycle racers. Mm-hmm. And I still have a lot of paperwork that came from him, and I still remember what they told me about it. They don't do it anymore today. He rode in the 1880s. He rode for 24 hours, and he had something, I think it was 325 miles for a 24-hour nonstop ride. Never been broken, because people don't ride them anymore. Hmm. Wow, that sounds but, interesting. Yeah, I was I was just curious about that because that's where that's where we used to go. That's where my folks after I was born. That's where my folks had always went for at least uh, ten, twelve years before my dad got a got a uh, another house out on a place called Cliff Island up in Portland, Maine. But uh, no, I was just curious whether you'd ever been there because it's uh, it was a nice little town, and uh, I, I have I, lots more to go with, but. We'll hang up and let you go with that for now. All right. Thank you so much for your call. It's good hearing from you. Okay. Take thank care, you. Sue. WICH with Stu at 895252. Yes, I have to fill up the tank today. I'm going to do it because I'm a man and I've got not enough money to fill it, but <laughs> I don't know. Hey, this too shall pass. It'll get better. I really believe it'll get better. I know. I'm a Pollyanna. I know. Well, maybe I'll just fill a half of the tank. You know, I I overdo it. The most I paid to fill the tank was um, was 72 bucks. That was maybe a couple of months ago. It wasn't as high as it is now, but which was more than what I made a week when I first started in radio. Of course, when I first started in radio... We came to work on horses. All right, so that was a little exaggeration. I'll be right back. Can you remember the last time you slept all night? It was probably when you were younger and in better shape. If you can't sleep through the night, more than likely it's time for a new mattress from Bill's Bedding and Danielson. There you'll find our huge mattress display featuring Serta, Perfect Sleepers, iComfort Foam and Hybrids, and Simmons Beautyrest sets all at unbeatable prices. These mattresses use cooling gel and covers to keep you cool while you sleep, keeping the heat away from the surface. And Serta and Beautyrest beds are fully capable to be used on an adjustable basis so you can find the perfect sleep position with just a touch of a button. For even more savings, Bill's Bedding will deliver your new bed and take away the old one absolutely free. You can also take advantage of Bill's 12-month equal pay-free financing plan available to qualified buyers. Sleep like a kid again all night. 
and ready for the day ahead with the new Serta or Simmons mattress from Bills Bedding and Furniture, 640 North Main Street, Route 12 in Danielson. Online at BillsBedding.com. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Everybody should know the Heimlich Maneuver. Who knows when you'll save somebody's life. They also have something new that's kind of new, at least I'm learning about it, that you can have around the house, which if somebody is choking, you put this tube in their mouth, and there's a pressure thing to press, and it gets that thing that's blocking the throat up. It's, you know, I'm learning about it. It gets five stars, probably from the people that invented it. No, but five stars is uh, and it's something everybody should have in their house. I just wanted to mention it to you. I, I just saw it online. It was pointed out to me, and uh, why not have it? It's not a lot. You could carry it along with you. What reminded me to mention it to you, there was an eight-year-old boy who saved some child's life the other day who was choking, and the kid had learned the Heimlich Maneuver, and he had learned about it in school. And by golly, if he didn't save that little boy's life, remarkable, remarkable. So the more you know, the better there is, right? To be ready in the case of that... Uh, unusual and horrible situation. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of ice from LG's exclusive slow-melting craft ice for better-tasting drinks. Making this the sound of savings on top brand appliances. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Get up to 25% off plus 750 instant savings on select LG appliances. Valid June 22nd through July 13th, U.S. only. Gas range extra. See store for details. We have an open line for the first time since the get-go, so uh, there's a line open for you. It's going to be all yours if you call. Otherwise, I'll keep it. WICH weather, clouds this afternoon, sun breezy, 85. Tonight, partly cloudy and calmer, low 60 to 68. Thursday, partly and mostly cloudy, chance of isolated showers in the evening, high 81. Friday morning, showers on and off, rain throughout the day and the evening. Otherwise, partly to mostly cloudy and humid, 82. Right now it is 80 degrees. We welcome you. Good morning to the program. Hey, Stu, I have two entertainment things. Entertain me. Go ahead. Okay. Um, number one, I know Murphy, he walks, he talks, and he does sit-ins. And I'm thinking, how about bending? Like... To be um, partisan when they're negotiating in Congress, and that's not a gender issue. Bipartisan. Okay, we'd so. like both parties to be partisan, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bipartisan. I'm thinking. I mean, bipartisan. But, Excuse me, I forgot the bi part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's sort of a mm-hmm. joke. Yes, Secondly, I, I know it. For Joey. Um, I know he does his math. Now, this is cute. I just want to know if he can add a baker's dozen plus one 
U-M, what is his total? That's Baker's it. That's a quiz for him. A baker's dozen plus what? One U-M. Oh, one um. No, I'm, I'm good with, you know, everything's good. It's not... Okay, I know. You're doing codes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Humming, 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 hum. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hi there. Real, real quick. The, um, the, yeah, city rep that, that put the addresses on, I don't see why anybody has to put the addresses of our, um, our, any of the judges. Of course or not. Or any, any representatives. If they want to release it, they can, but there's no need for us to go and, and find the addresses and post them. Really? And you certainly shouldn't go to their houses like they they were going with this Roe versus Wade thing. Um, that's against the law. The fact that nobody did anything is a different story, but um, it's not necessary. Well, she said it was um, so to give them a send them Christmas cards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You can send them Christmas cards to the Supreme Court. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just like you send. I mean, well, we know the address of, of Joe Biden, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. You send the Christmas cards to him at the White House. You send it to them at Supreme Court. You send it to your Congress people at their offices. Well, it was t- it was tongue in cheeky, but it was uh, it was uh, believe me, there seems like there was malice, of course, in it. But it's well, not I a good thing to do. Probably malice in it, but um, you know, I don't think anything else should be. I don't think she should be removed from the council or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just think she should be told that that's inappropriate and don't do it again. And everybody should be told, don't do it again. Don't release these, this information. Um, one, speaking of releasing information, one thing that's irritating me is everybody's posting the picture of the um, Illinois shooter. And I wish that they weren't giving him any credit at all. Well, they do. Uh, they by are posting his picture. They, are, they should just be talking about the victim. They are putting his evil face on there quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. All you right. know, to make sure that we know, you know, well, what he looks like. You know, and just because one thing, just because of how he looks, is not how we we should judge. We should judge on what he does. That's an excellent point that you're making, and uh, some some news media that give you an indication of. How he looked, we should be very suspicious. Well, in that case, when I had my long uh, hair and my sideburns, uh, you could get a little suspicious. So that's not the criteria. It's the actions. No, it's no, the actions. I mean, you know, it's just like sex offenders. You always have this image in your mind, and then you have mm-hmm. people who look like a boy next door. Oh, of course, so, absolutely. You, know, you never know. That's so a great point. The Glad you just brought it up. Action. Thank you. Good, Have good a point. Great day. It's beautiful in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's great. Thank you. A- Hello, welcome to the program. Yeah, hi. I'm actually with the previous caller on the representative or the city councilor that's uh, telling people to write letters to the Supreme Court. I think that's wrong. Uh, kind of borders on illegal. As it's, it's not like sending it to their office; it's sending it to the address. I don't know if it's illegal, but I think it's horrible taste. It's horrible taste to well, do that. I didn't read the laws myself, but you know, partisan right-wing media, which I think is usually correct, 
um, does hit a good loss on the books against intimidating judges, and it would make sense that you would have such loss. Um, but at the same time, we have others in our town, and I believe I called you about this last week, have a I'm having trouble hearing you. Is there? Can you move the phone a little or get closer to it? Sir? Sir? Yeah. I'm sorry, the connection isn't very good. I would like to hear what you have to say, but... Okay, we'll call back. Okay, we're going to switch phones and maybe we can... Whoa! Okay, I think that was a hang-up. By golly. Which I heard. I heard the hang-up very well. Hopefully you'll call back. Our number is uh, 860-889-5252. If you would like to check in with us. Sometimes uh, we miss a lot of uh, good conversations because of the cell phone being in a certain area or a certain angle. And um, we miss some very interesting calls. Ah, uh, the old-fashioned phones. Remember, they were all pretty good most of the time. Hmm? Just pick up the phone with the, uh, you can pull it along a little bit. I still have one of those phones. You know, now we have other phones and we got the cell phone. I'm not a big cell phone person. I know. Slow to get up to the 21st century. But I do. I have a cell phone for emergency situations, which is good. I think everybody should have one in case there is an emergency. So, uh. I'm not knocking them. I just don't use them to have long conversations with. You're on the air. Welcome. Yes, good afternoon. French Fry here. Hey, French Fry. What's up, Mr. Fry? <laughs> oh, not much. I'm just listening to that councilwoman in the city of Norwich posting the addresses and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Someone should post her address, and then people could go over in front of her house and disrupt her coming and going from her home and... Well, she's got kids. They can disrupt that deal going on. Even though, know. even though I disagree with her, I would never do that. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying it's it's just unbelievable that some lady from a little town that would even do that. It just she should resign. But they should, uh, if they got any recourse to to get rid of her. There's, there's no need for that on either side. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I I don't. She has every right to, con- you know, complain and talk about the judges of a very poor decision. and But that was, uh, to me, over the line when you give addresses. But, yeah. I mean, you know, considering Connecticut's still going to have abortions, you know. I mean, uh, yeah, of course. It's not going to change anything in Connecticut. It's not going to change anything here, but I just thought it was a poor taste, poor judgment, whatever you want to call it. It's, just, uh, mm-hmm. it's already been done, you know. Just quit making, a, quit making waves. But anyway, that's all I had to say. Well, actually, I had one more thing to say. Yes. Joey, you got to quit day drinking, man. It's not doing you any good, really. But other than that, I'm good. Have a good afternoon. All right. Listen, don't uh, go out in the sun too much. You'll be frying French fry. <laughs> all right? All right, kid. See you. Later. See you later, alligator. 889 I don't want her to lose her position. I really, I just, it's just in bad taste, in my opinion. And she can call and debate me, which is fine. But I know people are really aggravated at the decision of the Supreme Court, and they gave the decision to the states. The states will be making the decision. 
So people can judge it with the leaders of their states, whether they want to vote for them or not. Some states have different issues. They are against late-term abortion, but not abortion in general. And then you have states like New York and Connecticut and Rhode Island and, of course, California. They don't care. Late-term abortion, that's fine with them. So you don't have to worry about it in those states. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Yeah, was that a local politician that posted that address? I didn't catch it. Yes, uh, Norwich, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I have a question, or a comment, I guess. Unless you really try to not have your address available to the public, it's public information. And not just now. Remember the old days when we had phone books? If you had a phone, unless you paid money to have it unlisted, your name and number was in the book for everyone to see. Well, I'm, I doubt that Supreme Court justices were in the book, but I don't no, know. I don't know about that. They might pick, I don't know what their process is to hide their information. But, you know, people saying, oh, would you like your address or her address? Her address is, well, now it's probably not, you know, if you don't have a landline. But now if you Google anyone, you can find their address unless they've gone to great means to prevent it being online. So there is no such thing as real privacy, and there hasn't been really the invention of phone books. Well, you can so do I'm, it. If you really want to block it, you can do it. But right, but it takes effort. Yeah, it takes effort. And most which, people don't bother. I'm sure maybe Supreme Court justices and their people do. But I'm just saying, I'm sure the local politician, I could probably find her address in under five minutes if I try. So it's not, in most cases, that is public information. Or if you know... You can look at land records if you can't find it on the... If you want to go to town hall and look at land records and see who purchased, you know, if you want to do a deep dive. So it's not like it's hidden information and really hasn't been since we were... Since phone books have been around since I was a little kid. And uh, I just think it's kind of funny that we find it such... Now, unfortunately, we're in a crazy time in the world that in the old days that they probably would only send Christmas cards. Now we're in such a crazy time mm-hmm. that you need one or two weirdos to show up to cause harm. Only takes but, one, yep. Yeah, but, you know, privacy is very uh, hard to get in this day and age. So it's not like uh, I think she committed a big, you know, I, I guess she committed a faux pas, but I wouldn't think it's a huge deal because um, it's already been out there before because I know I had heard somebody had uh and again, I'm sure they have special security and special. I don't know if they do. They have secret service like the president and vice president. Well, they, former president? they probably do now. I, I don't know if they've had it before, but um, I don't either. That's why. Let me ask. Knows, let me ask know. you a question. Are there no more phone books? I don't remember the last it, time I got one. Um, I don't know. If the, I know sometimes I get a business one. Yeah, I get a business. Just businesses, but think about it. How many people do you know that have a landline still? Uh, maybe two. <laughs> yeah, that's probably about all I know, too. Mm. And I was one of the last holdouts among even some of my friends. I think it was 2010 when I finally gave it up. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you looked at the cost of it, and you could call anywhere with a phone in your pocket, and cell phones became more affordable, it was like, why am I paying another $100 or whatever it was a month? And hardly anybody used them anymore. <laughs> that's why a lot of people so, switched. Um, I mean, if they I did have a phone book, it would be two pages, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but the business-to-business business ones are good, because sometimes they have, like, a restaurant might print their menu in it. Mm-hmm. But even that, most of the younger kids just go on their phones, and 
and everything's online too. A restaurant menu, the app to order, all of that. So the world has changed a lot in the last 20 years. All right, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, Derek. Have a good day. Landline. <laughs> I hear you say that to a youngster. What is a landline, huh? We've heard of land laws. Welcome to the program. Howdy duty. Howdy duty to you, sir. So, when it comes to memorizing phone numbers and addresses, you may very well yourself have uh, read uh, the Chief Justice's addresses. So, would you do it, uh, as they would say, uh, uh, I'll, I'll take note of it? Or do you do it from memory? I never had a, a, an urge to find any Chief Justice's addresses. There'd be no reason for it. So right. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, um, it used to be you take notes or you do it from memory. Today you have Garmin and you have, uh, what, the uh, smartphone. So, uh, I don't know. I, privacy. I, I, I received a call and I'm expecting a person at noontime today. And uh, this is after a neighbor was, uh, where I own land, was uh, shooting high-caliber rifles. Oh, yeah. His uh, garage, I guess, target mm-hmm. practicing. Mm-hmm. So the next day I receive a call, uh, and a fellow wants to offer me life insurance. Because of that, you think? Well, who knows. But in any event, uh, he had my address. And uh, he claims that I had provided the address, but I don't believe so. You know, well, it, it's advanced spam is what it is. Well, let me ask you, did you inquire about uh, insurance with anybody else? or Yeah. And that's what everybody gets your... They get it from there. Oh, they, they share it? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you uh, definitely tell them you, you don't want to, but even then, I don't know if you can trust them. But they do share it. I mean, I donate to charities, and all of a sudden... There's 50 charities that want money from me. Yeah, it's the same mistake done with emails. You, you click on an email, yep. and all of a sudden... Uh, exactly. A dozen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All well, right. I'll take note of this. All right, sir. Yep. Thank you. So next time you're, you're calling for this or that, inquiring about this, say, do not want my number divulged. See how that works. But if you don't say that, I mean, uh, St. Jude's, wonderful charity. All the money goes to help those kids. And I give every year to them. And all of a sudden, where are all these charities coming from? Hmm, hi though there. So they must get it from St. Jude's. Unless I specifically say... Just keep it to yourself, all right? I mean, I don't blame people for trying. They all want to raise uh, money for their charities. Of course, as you know from what we've talked about in the past, some charities, not a lot of money actually goes to the charity. So I need to know that. That's why I trust St. Jude's Hospital, because all of it goes to help those kids with cancer. And the Jimmy Fund is another great one. Jimmy Fund. But it's so disappointing when you find out that some of the other ones you donated money to, yeah, the 20% goes to the charity and uh, 80% goes to people that work there. Ew! So, no 
who you're giving it to. You can always check with the Better Business Bureau, and uh, they'll tell you what charity gets what. All righty, but St. Jude's, thumbs up. Try to get Marlo Thomas on our program, but uh, she does not do interviews, but I still enjoy giving to St. Jude's Hospital. Welcome to the program. Stu Breyer. Yes, sir. Voice Voice of reason, yes, sir. Going over the Gold Star Memorial Bridge. Oh, yes. Along with your topic, and I agree with you 100%, and as a veteran, something that I would like to contribute to, but I'm reluctant for two reasons. One is, like you've said, and I agree, once you donate, they give your name out and you get bombarded. The second thing is, and I agree with, a lot of the money that you donate or contribute goes to management or the top, and it doesn't really get filtered down. And again, as a veteran, I would like to contribute that uh, $11 a month so that uh, veterans who have disabilities that end up getting homes contributions knowing that if they got the money and it went right to the houses, I'd be more than happy as a veteran to give $11 a month. Well, that seems very credible to me. I hope it is, but I've seen it advertised. Now, I've heard it that uh, it was questionable oh. with respect to uh, a lot of it going to the uh, higher echelon salaries and stuff, which has made me concerned, but they've got pretty good... Uh, Advertisement. My wife really gets upset when she sees the one with the dogs that are caged up and uh, mm-hmm. they're looking for money for food or water and stuff like that. And it's just kind of pathetic to think that uh, that's the situation. Now they're even advertising trying to donate so that elephants won't be killed. That's nineteen a month. Nineteen a month. Save the elephant. Okay. Yes. So I'm with you as far as the overall picture, but again, having an email or responding to an email, it seems like uh, there are people that do subscribe to others, and that's that's how they get your name and number. And the best thing to do is just delete them. Don't even open them up. Yes. All of a sudden, I get tons of emails for saying, you know, you're looking for a car, you're looking for car insurance, and I'm thinking, well, why am I getting all these? And then I realize I inquired with someone. And bing, it's all over oh, the place. Too, that's also where that happens a lot on Facebook. Mm-hmm. If you happen to Google something on your computer or on your cell phone, if you're looking for a product in particular, next thing you know on Facebook, you see advertisements for similar products. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, uh, good show, and it's always good to hear from you, listeners. Thanks for calling. Be careful on the bridge. We'll okay. See, we'll see you. From the Gold Star Bridge, ladies and gentlemen. Seriously, if you want to know for for sure, you can contact the Better Business Bureau. Uh, They have a list of uh, all of the charities and how much money goes to the charity and how much money goes to the people that are working on it. You want at least something that's a 50-50 split, right? You don't want to... Give to a charity where it's 20% and 80% goes to the people that are working on it. So, yes, that does happen. We have time for another call or two, if you like. And the number is 889-5252. After the news, of course, we have our lunchtime oldies.
You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Sunny, breezy today, up to 85. Uh, wind will calm down tonight. It's going to be in the 60s, partly to mostly cloudy tomorrow, high of 81. And then morning showers on Friday, and then off and on rain throughout the day. It's going to be muggy on Friday, up to 82. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Welcome to the program. Oops, did I lose somebody there? Please call back if I accidentally disconnected you. Don't want to do that. And call us back and we'll be all set with you on WICH AM 1310. So today, temperatures could hit about uh, 85 degrees. That's the way it appears. And uh, Norwich uh, News coming up, but let's take this. You're on the air. Welcome. Yeah, hi, Stu. Hopefully you can hear me this time. Yep, we can hear you. All right. So, um, yeah, but yeah, we had that, that city councilor putting the judge's name or addresses up on online somewhere. And then, you know, I, I think that that really should be criminal. I think it is criminal. But, but then aside from that, there was Councillor Singh somehow getting, and I don't know how much the mayor know, knew about this or even knows about this, but Councillor Singh had the mayor standing there in front of the Sikh national flag. And you can go and look up in your encyclopedia. There's no such thing as Sikhistan. You know, so it's, he's, he, got, he, got the, he got the city to officially represent a, an ethnic nationalist separatist movement in India, thereby angering local Indians. Now, I, I think that's an even bigger deal. Like the, the, that's the president's job. If you're going to anger all the Indians that don't want uh, India to you know, split up between the Sikhs and the rest of the Indians, that's the president's job or the secretary of state's job. It's not. It's not Councilman uh, Singh's job, and it's not the job of the mayor. You know, that's uh, there's, there's some decisions going on around here that don't make a lot of sense. All right, sir, maybe uh, someone will address it from the council and uh, we can talk further on it. I hope so, because if, if you read the article, um, the mayor's office and then State Senator Austin's office thought that the Indians that were complaining were, like, just overreacting to this. When this is, just imagine if the Mormons, because, you know, the, the Mormons are a little bit different. You know, they have their own, basically it's a religious homeland in Utah, even though it's not, it's just not official. What happens if the Mormons declare independence? And then we have these mayors all over, not in our country, but let's just say they're in Canada, you know, celebrating Mormon independence. I can imagine Americans in Canada being upset. You know, it's uh, not very a smart thing to, to be supporting there. And Mr. Singh should, he, he absolutely should know better, being a councilman. It's not his job to go and get, you know, put the city in the middle of these international uh, disputes. Uh, he, he needs to, if anyone needs to resign, it would be probably be probably not just be that that woman, also Mr. Singh. What is he doing? He's not the ambassador to, to India, or you know, he has no, he has no no business getting involved in that stuff. Right. Know, maybe he can put it on his on his own front porch. That's about it. I'm glad you got through with your opinion. Thank you, sir. Okay, we could hear him there that time. I would like to talk a little bit about the uh, city council praising the proposed $381 million school project. Norwich construction plan would cost $75 million less than maintaining and repairing current buildings. So now what? Go for something new. 
City Council members on Tuesday found a lot to like in the proposed $381 million school construction plan that would give the city four new elementary schools, a renovated middle school, and a new central office, lots of them, for about $75 million less than chasing maintenance and repairs on the current aging and undersized schools. Following a detailed presentation on the plan by representatives from the architectural firm Drumney Roseanne Anderson, Inc., or DRA, Alderman stressed the real and projected savings the massive project would yield and praised the architects and school building committee. It's a clear beset article in the day today. After an estimated 67% state reimbursement, city taxpayers' share of the $381 million project would be $149 million, substantially less than an alternative do-nothing option to keep the existing seven elementary schools, an unrenovated Teachers Memorial Global Studies Middle School and Central Office Building. So, you may want to comment on that. Maintenance and repairs alone to the existing buildings are projected to cost $165 million over the next 20 years at today's dollars and $275.8 million with inflation. And very little of the work would qualify for state reimbursement, according to the architects. So that's a little bit of update on that situation. You getting ready for the lunchtime oldies coming up shortly. We got a lot of uh, great tunes to play for you. But I can get a squeeze in another call if you like. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. I got time to play this to bring you up to the news. They wanted to hear one bad apple. Yeah. Hear the Osmonds when they were about six months old. Yeah. yeah. I can tell you've been hurt by that look on your face, girl. Some guy brought safety happy world you need love but you're afraid that if you give in someone else will come along and suck it to you again one bad apple don't spoil a whole bunch girl oh give it one more try before you give up on love one bad apple don't spoil a whole bunch girl oh i don't care what they say i don't care Long, long time. 
bad plum. Do people eat bl- plums anymore? I never see plums in the supermarket. Maybe I'm looking in the wrong place for plums. I'll be pondering that all day, pondering plums. I know one thing for sure. We've got a news break coming up and then the lunchtime oldies. going to mix up some interesting tunes for you. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 in Norwich. And FM 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Here's the beep. Here's the news. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Officials say the suspect in the mass shooting at a 4th of July parade in Highland Park, Illinois, has confessed in an interview with police. Lake County State's Attorney Eric Reinhardt. He was uh, questioned in the Highland Park Police Department. He went into details about what he had done. He admitted to what he had done. We don't want to speculate on motives right now. Reinhardt says the suspect will remain in jail. The judge ruled that Robert Cremo III would be held without bond and that there was probable cause to hold him at this time for seven counts of first-degree murder. Police say the suspect contemplated another shooting in Madison, Wisconsin. CBS News has confirmed former President Trump's White House counsel, Pat Cipollone, has agreed to testify before lawmakers investigating the January 6th attack. Correspondent Scott McFarlane from Capitol Hill. The subpoena was issued one day after last week's blockbuster testimony by former White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson, who raised the stakes quite a bit when she said Cipollone had warned they'd be charged with every crime imaginable if Trump went to the Capitol January 6th. A key issue could be if he directly told the president that and if the committee can establish Donald Trump tried to go to the Capitol anyway. The next public hearing is expected to be held next Tuesday. Boris Johnson's chances of remaining Britain's prime minister are growing slimmer by the minute. I'm Vicki Barker in London. Boris Johnson is losing officials faster than he can replace them. More than two dozen cabinet ministers, aides and department heads have now left over the Prime Minister's latest lie and his continuing refusal to resign. CBS's Jim Crisula on a court ruling in the Midwest that could have far-reaching consequences. The Wisconsin Supreme Court has ruled that a woman may use sex trafficking as an immunity defense at her trial for killing her alleged trafficker. The decision could help define the limits of criminal liability for trafficking victims nationwide. Crystal Kaiser is accused of fatally shooting Randall Voller at his Kenosha home in 2018 when she was seven. She contends the man was trafficking her for sex. The mayor of Akron, Ohio, says he's ready to lift a curfew put in place after protests over a deadly police shooting. Police body cam video showed 25-year-old Jalen Walker was shot more than 60 times after he ran away from a traffic stop. His cousin, Pastor Robert DiGiornay, tells CBS News. I just lost it. I just wept because nobody deserves that. Walker unarmed when he was shot. Police say a shot was fired from his car before they pursued him on foot. Dow down 105. This is CBS News. 
Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. You know, a lot of times you have to choose between something high quality or something that saves you money. But if you can get both, why not? Especially when it comes to health care. And that's MediShare. You get both. The typical family saves 500 bucks a month switching to MediShare. And that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. It's because MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge PPO network, so... Yeah, really, you could save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. If you're self-employed or part of the gig economy, or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Here is the number you need. Call 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. A new frontier in the world of drones. The next step in flying civilian drones, being allowed to operate them out of the sight of pilots. But it's not going to apply to everyone, likely only commercial usage, not hobbyists. Right now, FAA law requires drones to be in sight, but some companies are getting special permission to relax that rule. The FAA has approved more than 200 waivers so far, like one to Dominion Energy to inspect its power plants and transmission lines. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. A basketball icon is back to front a popular video game. Jordan will be the cover star of NBA 2K23 Special Editions. He's already appeared on three other covers. Pre-orders begin tomorrow. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. White Plains. And a typical July day, warm temperatures and humidity. I wouldn't July to you. My baby loves love. My baby loves love. And she's got what it takes. And she knows how to use it. My baby loves love. My baby loves love. And she's got what it takes. Say, your baby love, your baby love, love, and she's 
waiting for the telephone to ring No more lonely days, my baby's taking care of everything I'm telling you people, we love her My baby loves love and she's got what it takes And she knows how to use it, my baby loves her My baby loves love and she's got what it takes. Here's the Dave Clark Five. You've got what it takes. To be a tough to be a drummer on this song, you know that? You don't drive a big fast car, no. You don't look like a movie star. And all your money we won't get for. But baby, you got what it takes.
That's a driving rock and roll song. I always love the version of that by the Dave Clark Five. And you've got what it takes. Did you ever listen to the lyrics of that song? It's uh, not very complimentary, but it's uh, a great rock and roll tune by the Dave Clark Five. Hey, thanks for joining us here. we got a lot of fun coming your way. So uh, you may hear a song you haven't heard in a very, 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 very long time. Or something that you've heard a lot, but you want to hear again. All right? Like this song by Mongo Jerry from the summer of 1970. This was one of the biggest hits that summer. In the summertime. And it's very summertime today. Don't forget the Jimmy Fallon Show right after our program at 2.05. This is from the cruising days of 1970. Check it out. In the summertime when the weather is high. See what you can find If a daddy's rich Take her out for a meal If a daddy's poor Just do what you feel Speed along the lane You a down Or a turn of 25 When the sun goes down You can make it Make it good And live by We love every people We love daddy We love mean We love everybody But we do as we please When the weather's fine We go fishing Or go sailing in We're always happy, last we're living, yeah, that's our philosophy We 
breeze when the weather's fine. We go fishing or go sailing in the sea. We're always happy, last we're living, yeah, that's our philosophy. I don't remember much that summer. My hair was uh, always in front of my eyes. Uh, yes, I had tons of hair. I should have saved it. Who knew, right? Used to go to the barber shop. He'd take out a lawnmower. I had bigger sideburns than Engelbert Humperdinck, and I was proud of it. Just a little game I was playing. Here's Tommy Edwards. But it's all in the game. Your has to fall, but it's all in the game, right? So don't take your wiffle ball games too seriously this summer. Well, you know, in some states, there's still it's still on the books that uh, it's against the law to dance in the streets. I don't think anybody's going to get arrested unless you're dancing on the road and uh, cars are coming. Anyway, here's uh, the great dancing in the street song. On WICHAM 1310 with Martha and the Vandellas. One of the biggest summer hits that we had. And uh, Martha had a lot of them, but this was their summer hit. It was called Dancing in the Street, the original. There's been a lot of versions of this, but this is the one everybody loved. Mm-hmm. 
Watch out for the potholes. How about dancing in the street in the moonlight? How's that for a, a nice way to spend a summer night, huh? Here's King Harvest. Don't wake up the neighbors. We get it almost every night. And when that moon gets a big and bright, it's supernatural. Just 
everybody here is out of sight but they don't bark and they don't bite they keep things loose they keep things alive everybody was dancing in the Dancing in the dark. That's my favorite time to dance. Plus, everybody uh, doesn't have to know that I'm not a great dancer. Because hmm? it's dark out there. I can tell them I'm Fred Astaire, and they'll say, Who's that? Who's that? I don't know. Here he is, Bruce Springsteen. I get up in the evening, and I ain't got nothing to say. I come home in the morning I go to bed feeling the same way I ain't nothing but tired Man, I'm just tired and bored with myself Hey there, baby I could use just a little You can't start a fire You can't start a fire without a spark This gun's for hire just dancing in the dark Messages keep getting clearer Radio's on and I'm moving around the place I check my look in the mirror Wanna change my clothes, my hair, my face And I ain't getting nowhere I'm just living in a dump like this There's something Somewhere Baby, I just know it is You can't start a fire You can't start a fire Without a spark This comes for hire Even if we're just dancing In the dark Kiss the wine, it's on me I shake this world off my shoulders Come on, baby, the laugh's on me Stay on the streets of this town And they'll be carving you up all right You say you gotta stay hungry Hey, baby, I'm just a five-star night. I'm dying for some action I'm sitting there sitting around here Trying to write this book I need a look Little world blowing apart This gun's for hire 
That's Brucey. Okay, we have one more song in our little dance in the medley. We have Dancing in the Dark, Dancing in the Moonlight, Dancing in the Streets. And this one, please don't try it at home. It's called Dancing on the Ceiling. Lionel Richie.
enough what he's having. If he's dancing on the ceiling, he must really be plastered. I don't know. Lionel Richie. His brother is Lionel Trains. All right, we're going to calm it down for a little bit. Take a little break after I give you this forecast. WICH weather, afternoon sun, high 85. Tonight, 60 to 68. And a cooler and calmer and less humidity this evening. Thursday, partly mostly cloudy chance of an isolated shower in the evening, 81. And on WICH AM and FM, morning showers on and off, rain through the day and evening, otherwise partly to mostly cloudy and humid, 82. It is now 83. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street in Norwich. Summer on Block Island, things really get going. The restaurants, the bands, the shops, and beaches. And of course, Block Island Express, where things are more than just humming. Zipping you from New London to Block Island in total comfort on the fastest ferry from the mainland. Block Island Express. On the island, take it slow. To the island, make it fast. Book your trip today at goblockisland.com. Get smarter every day at Ozzy.com. Try the new news site that tells you all about the most interesting people, places, and ideas. Try OZY.com now. Ozzy, it's latte for your mind. 94.5 WICH is celebrating summer this Friday at Howard T. Brown Park with the Norwich Harbor Fireworks. Brought to you by Foxwoods Resort Casino. There will be food, trucks, and music in partnership with the Greater Norwich Area Chamber of Commerce. All the fun starts at 5 p.m. and the fireworks blast off just after 9 p.m. Look for the WICH tent with Franco and your chance to win prizes at the Norwich Harbor Fireworks. Friday with 94.5 and 1310 a.m. WICH. How about a little bit of a country classic now with a song that was done by Sammy Smith and it was written by Chris Christofferson. Help me make it through the nights. Get that fan moving. Take the ribbon from my hair Shake it loose and let it Playing soft against your skin Like the shadows on the wall Come and lay down by my side Till the early morning light All I'm taking is your time Help me make it through tonight I don't care what's right or wrong and I won't try to understand Let the devil take tomorrow Lord, tonight 
dead and gone And tomorrow's out of sight And it's sad to be alone Help me make it Sweet little song there, W-I-C-H. In the meantime, do you believe in karma? Instant karma? No, it's not a breakfast cereal. It'd be a good one, though. If you treat your cereal nice, it'll be good to you. John Lennon wrote this song in one of his little uh, angry moods, I guess, singing about karma. Be careful with your karma. Be a nice person.
You know something? He may be on to something there, huh? John Lennon, a very creative mind that he did have. It's 1240. Stu Breyer with you, 83 degrees. Let's look up at the stars tonight. Is there anything you'd like to tell them? Lunchtime break at WIC. How about uh, a song that was originally recorded in the 1920s? And then in the 60s, a group by the name of the Rooftop Singers made it a pop hit. It's called Walk Right In. Check it out. Walk 
gentlemen, we call this the lunchtime oldie hour. We really sometimes really get old. Well, that's the song that was originally done in 1929. And I've got it for you. I know you're on the edge of your seats. Here's the original. Walk right in. Done by Cannon's Jug Stompers. From 1929. Here it is. Walk right in, then ride down, and baby, let your mind roll on. Hey, walk right in, tell them why, but daddy, you can't stay too long. Not everybody's talking about that evil way walking, we don't want to do. Fiddle, play that fiddle, play that kazoo. our new format. We're playing all songs from the 20s. No, no, just kidding, just kidding. 1929, that's when I started here at WICHAM and FM. The group, in case you want to find that song, is uh, not around anymore. <laughs> what can I say? So let's walk right back to the 60s. Want to do that? Here we go. Here the Everly Brothers, WICH. Yeah. 
them, huh, Don and Phil Everly, WICH. How about a sing-along? You're in the mood for that? Come on, we got a crowd. They're going to cheer you on. It's a song I know you know the lyrics to. Here's Trini. Starts off, If I Had a Hammer. Then you go, In the morning, I hammer in the evening, all over this land. I hammer out danger, I hammer out a warning. I hammer about the love between my brothers and my sisters, all, all over this land. Brothers and my sisters all, all over this land ooh, 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 ooh. If I had a song I'd sing it in the morning Sing it in the evening All over this land I sing out My brothers and my sisters are all over this land. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I've got a hammer and I've got a belt. 
had a song to sing all over this land. If I'm around, justice, it's the bed of freedom. Yeah. It's the song about the love between my brothers and my sisters. job nice job singing it's a big hand for you hey, all right my golly if i had a hammer i wouldn't know what to do with it but uh wonderful folk song that trini lopez made popular in the year 1963 isn't it great we play this music it can really turn back the hands of time huh
with Sharon WIC. Do you remember when she was a shy gal about 19 years old with Sunday? Boy, she really got a lot of confidence since then. All right, when's the last time you did the bunny hop? It's been a while, hasn't it? Let's take you to the news with the bunny hop. All right, okay. Too hot to hop? thinking what a strange hour that was, huh? I'm going to hop to the news. You picture that. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. And we're on FM 294.5, W233DB in Norwich. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Late-breaking developments in the mass shooting at a 4th of July parade. Lake County, Illinois State's Attorney Eric Reinhardt says the suspect, 21-year-old Robert Cremo, has confessed to police. Read his Miranda warnings, offered attorneys, etc. He went into details about what he had done. Deputy he admitted to what he had done. Deputy Police Chief Christopher Cavelli says the suspect considered a second attack after he escaped. When he drove to Madison, he was driving around. However, he did see a celebration that was occurring in Madison, uh, and he seriously contemplated using the firearm he had in his vehicle to commit another shooting. Cremo ordered held without bail in his first court appearance since the attack in Highland Park. We're just in from the White House. President Biden has spoken to Brittany Griner's wife by phone, promising Sherelle Griner he's working to win in the WNBA star's release from prison in Russia as soon as possible. Brittany Griner is on trial near Moscow over allegations she had vape cartridges with cannabis oil in her luggage when she entered the country four months ago. A key aide to former President Trump now expected to testify before lawmakers investigating the January 6th attack. CBS's Steve Dorsey is in Washington. Sources confirmed to CBS News former White House counsel to Trump, Pat Cipollone, is scheduled to testify Friday. He was subpoenaed by the committee last week. As the former president's top White House lawyer, Cipollone was in the West Wing on January 6th and part of key meetings helmed by Trump and his associates to challenge the results of the 2020 election. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson could be the last member of his party standing as dozens of ministers and aides resign amid a scandal over a sexual misconduct 
scandal involving a cabinet member. We are going to continue to deliver on the mandate I was given. From the opposition, though. The only thing he's delivering is chaos. But the parting shot came from Sajid Javid, who resigned as health secretary because he said the lies at the top just wouldn't stop. At some point, we have to conclude that enough is enough. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Police in rural Florida panhandle say nine people died over the holiday weekend from suspected overdoses involving a synthetic opioid. Gadsden County Sheriff's Lieutenant Angie Holmes. There were six deaths that are suspected related to the drug fentanyl and there are three other that are up under investigation. There have been no arrests. In East London, South Africa, more than 1,000 mourners turn out for the funeral of 21 teenagers who died at a tavern almost two weeks ago. All were under the country's legal drinking age of 18. This is CBS News. Find great hires fast with Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk, and actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects. The U.S. government needs your investment in oil and is allowing you to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel. Call 800-278-7455. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create Create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-278-7455. You'll be calling directly to the home office of Encore Energy. That's 800-278-7455. Today marks an 80-year milestone for Anne Frank and her family. Anne's sister Margot, along with thousands of other Jews living in the Netherlands, was called to report to a German labor camp on July 5, 1942. The next morning, the family immediately went into hiding in the so-called secret annex Father Otto had been preparing in his Amsterdam workplace. They remained there for two years before being discovered and sent to concentration camps. Otto was the only one to survive. He published Anne's diary in 1947. Lauren Comato, CBS News. Amsterdam. The heat got the better of Carlos Santana at a concert in Michigan. Fans say the 74-year-old fainted just after he introduced a song he performs with Chris Stapleton. The spokesman says Santana is doing well after he was taken to a local hospital for observation. Tonight's show in Pennsylvania will be rescheduled. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Well, I'm glad uh, Santana is all right, Carlos. He was dehydrated. But you got to be careful with this weather. Drink plenty of fluids. It happened to me once on the golf course. It is extremely scary. Of course, any time I play golf is scary, but this was like, whoa, totally dehydrated. It was a hot day. It was humid. And uh, I got woozy, just about passed out, went and sat down for a while, got a ton of water. Be careful of dehydration this time of uh, year and this hot weather and humid weather. Well, it's good to drink water a lot. 
So do it a lot. Hmm? So that's what happened to Santana. The good news is he uh, appears to be going to be all right. So we're happy to hear that. And of course, he brought us some wonderful music back in the 60s. Evil Woman. Uh, oh, let's, let's see if I can find a couple of his songs here. Santana. Black Magic Woman. That was the name of the song. Black Magic Woman. And you better, you better change your evil ways. He's very big on the evil stuff. But what a talent. Santana, he is doing okay. And drink more water. Another fabulous summer of free live music starting at Howard Braun Park this Wednesday with Rock the Docks. This Wednesday, F and Blues Band kicks off the season from 6 to 8 p.m. F and Blues Band is sponsored this week by your friends from Atlantic Property Team at EXP Realty. No registration required and a full concession stand with food and drink available for purchase. The 2022 Rock the Docks concert series is made possible in part through the generosity of their 2022 title sponsor, Foxwoods Resort Casino and series sponsors, Norwich Public utilities, Core Plus Credit Union, and Hall Communications. Rock the Docks is organized by the Greater Norwich Area Chamber of Commerce Business and Industry Foundation. Wednesday at 6 p.m. at Howard Brown Park, come see the FN Blues Band, free. Sponsored this week by Atlantic Property Team at EXP Realty and Foxwoods Resort Casino. Also head on down to the Howard Brown Park for Friday Night Acoustics. This week featuring Big Dog Isaac at the Norwich Harbor Fireworks event, starting at 6 p.m. Visit NorwichChamber.com for more details. I like the good old days, huh? Fireworks is back. The number is 889-5252 to check in with us. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi there, Wonder Man. How you doing? Do you have Wonder Bread today? Uh, actually, no, I have Big Y Bulky Rolls. Big Y Bulky Rolls, all right. <laughs> yeah, toasted finely in a, a dry uh, steamer. I just put them on the plate and they toast up fine. Mm, sounds delicious. Yes, it's very good. Big Big Y has really good store brand stuff. I like it. What's on your mind today, buddy? Well, I was thinking about uh, neighbors and a common trait I see with neighbors, you know, regardless of where you live. A lot of people, I notice, um, they don't bother with the neighbors really close to them. And I think it's because, like, if they ever had a difference and weren't friends, then they couldn't go out in their yard. They... People tend to bother with uh, people maybe halfway up the street on a small street, but not right the neighbors. So I think it would be an exception if somebody did have a good next-door neighbor relationship, and I was just thinking about that, too. Well, you're new in the neighborhood. Maybe you should make the uh, first move and introduce yourself and say, I'm new in the neighborhood and just wanted to say hi, and maybe you have to make the first move. Yeah, and I won't sound like Mr. Rogers if I say that. No, you don't have to talk like Mr. Rogers. Okay. <laughs> you can talk like Ginger Rogers, whatever you want. But uh, just be yourself. Say, you know, we're new here and we love to, you know, get to know some of the neighbors. And you could bring them cookies or something. Uh-huh. Or some um, of that bulky be, that you got. I hmm? think it'd be, be smart to bring uh, diet cookies with, you know, the non-sugar substitute or sugar cookies. Well... Probably sugar cookies. Uh, I'm sure if they are not supposed to eat the sugar, that they won't uh, eat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is it better if I buy them in the store? Because they probably taste better than if I made them in the oven. They might be like rock hard. Well, you don't want to, you know, bring lousy cookies over to them. 
<laughs> yeah, my my aunt, my my uh, estranged aunt, because uh, her and my mother had a big uh, fight. Now you oh, know, just just in in words. But anyway, yeah. uh, she used to make cookies, and they were uh, couldn't even bite through them, even when they were warm. So I think I'll buy cookies. Yeah, chocolate chip cookies. Uh, not too many people dislike chocolate chip. So if I one move, ne- if I one, move next one, to you, get those for me. Yeah, go ahead. One more question, Stu. I've seen the new Reese's peanut butter cups, mm-hmm. and it says for real peanut butter lovers, even the outside is peanut butter, and along with the inside, the peanut butter and sugar. So uh, you I think that'd be a smart move, or is that too sugary? Um, well, it's it's more peanut buttery. I don't yeah. know if it's too sugary. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, maybe we can talk about neighbors, and uh, if other people are close to their exact next-door neighbor, or they look close with a neighbor a little further away. Well, you know, uh, try try my, you know, say, um, you know, we're new here, and we'd like to meet some folks, and uh, bring them some cookies. Yeah. yeah, we'll give that a try. All right, my friend, thank you. Thanks, Hi, welcome to You Left Me. You left me in the lurch. Where is the lurch, anyway? Hmm? I wouldn't go to the lurch because people will leave you there. Just stay out of the lurch. You're on the air. Welcome. Good afternoon, Joe. Good afternoon, sir. Let's talk baseball. Okay. You can skip last night's game. What have you got? What have you got? <laughs> uh, well, I'm a Yankee fan. I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. But I was just watching uh, High Heat. It's a show on... Um, oh, yeah, with Mad Dog. Mm-hmm. I know. Hello? Yeah, I know. I know the show. Mad Dog is on it. Yes. Okay. And he, he said the schedule for the Red Sox in the next uh, few weeks. They they got one more game tonight with Tampa. Mm-hmm. Then they have the Yankees. Then they got to go back down to Tampa. Right. Then they got to come back up, I think it's Toronto. <laughs> and then the Yankees again. Well, this will prove something. If they can beat the teams in their division or at least play 500 ball, they can stay in the running. Although I'm, I'm a Yankee fan, who made that schedule? I'll tell you, I don't want to say it's unfair, but uh, they're playing everybody in their division for the next two weeks. Yeah, it is a strange schedule. I like when it's spread out a little more, but, well. They still got to get some pitching. The Red Sox need some uh, bullpen, but uh, they're building it up. There's some people coming back from injuries. They should have a pretty good starting staff and some uh, pitchers they're adding to the bullpen. So I think they've got a good chance to be in it. they got a one-and-a-half game lead in the wild card uh, yep. mm-hmm. uh, thing with the uh, Toronto's on their heels. Uh, but you, you, you're going to have to watch out for Baltimore. Because they're starting to play spoilers around the league, too. Baltimore is much better this year. Even the games they lose, they're right in it to the last minute. So I'm glad for Baltimore. They games under 500 last year at mm-hmm. this time. Well, now they're only about six under. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But we'll see. Uh, baseball is my favorite sport, uh, mainly because it's almost every night. And I got mad at the uh, Yes Network because... What happened was Amazon Prime bought twenty percent of the Yes Network, mm. and so they put they're putting twenty twenty games, and in the Friday night games they're putting them on Amazon Prime. 
and you can't watch them on TV. No, that's no good. That's no good. So I went and bought the, uh, I have uh, a satellite TV, not this, the other one, and uh, I bought the re- the baseball channel for $18 a month. Okay. I can watch baseball till 1 o'clock in the morning because I get all the California teams, and I specifically like to watch the San Francisco Giants because they have a pitcher on the team named Dominic Leone from Norwich, Connecticut. Oh, really? Yeah. Listen, and, uh, you get all the Yankee games with that baseball thing? Or? Well, it, they they go over to the Yes Channel. Okay. So yes, and, you can get it there too, right? But I can watch. I, I've watched. I can watch Toronto against Tampa. Uh, I can watch the Dodgers, the Braves, uh, anybody I want that night. You, you just go down the list and click it in. And let me give you and a tip. I can watch either four. What it, I can watch either uh, uh, announcers I want to watch too. Well, that's great. That's great. Uh, if you love baseball, it's perfect. Let me give you a tip for tonight. Watch the Red Sox game because they have a pitcher up from their AAA who could be the next Sandy Koufax. That's what they're saying. We're all and looking I forward to it. thing about baseball. Yes. So, um, the up at Norwich, up the ball field uh, last week, mm-hmm. they had a Worcester team playing up there. Oh. With the Red Sox affiliation. Oh, that's they good. Had it. They didn't put it in the newspapers. They didn't advertise it. Hmm. Big Poppy, Manny, and Pedro, their sons were all playing in that game. Boy, that should have been publicized more. Because hmm. I'll tell you, 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 get, you get those three guys up there, that place will be packed. Because I can remember the night I went up and saw Roger Clemens pitch. Me too. I was squished against the wall. Mm-hmm. That place was... What an excellent ball field, I'll tell you. It's There's beautiful. No bad seat in the place. It's beautiful up there. I hope folks will visit it no matter who's playing. Have a good day, Stu. Thank you. What a beautiful ball field that is. Welcome to the program. That's what I'm watching. High heat. With Mad Dog. <laughs> he, he tells it the way it is. I know. I love him. I don't know how he can talk so fast, but he's great. Well, he knows his sports. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you that. Yep. Yeah, he's 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 good. Especially baseball. He, he really... Uh, mm-hmm. He's not happy with the schedule. Not happy with it at all. He doesn't know how these people come up with these ridiculous schedules. I don't know either. It's weird. But but, who knows? Uh, don't, don't count on this guy too much coming up from the minor leagues. These guys, uh, my major, when you get into the major with the big boys, uh, these are professional hitters. Oh, of course, It's a of little course. different than, than pitching in the double-A and triple-A. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're they're going to be pitching against professional hitters, not, uh, not minor league but hitters. But once so. in a while, they, Larry, once in a while, bingo. Yeah, once in a while, you know, but they don't stay here too long either. They mm-hmm. won or two games in a row. Where's Whitlock? Why is he still out? Well, he's coming back very soon. Very soon. Just about yeah. ready. Well, they should have left him in relief. I don't know why they went and moved him for. Uh, well, he's going to go back. There. He's going to go back into relief this year, Whitlock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things that uh, uh, um, that shooting it was on TV at noontime. How 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 depressing the the mother and the father were killed out of the seven people and the father was laying on top of his two-year-old child. Oh, it's just heartbreaking. Uh, 
and, and so the two parents are dead, and the two-year-old ain't got no parents. But guess what? That GoFund thing on on that you can go on to. Would you believe people have already donated to that kid two million dollars? I'm glad. I'm glad. I mean, it's just uh, it's so heartbreaking so, what's going on in our country. It's I don't even know what what can stop it. What this or that, but. What's going well, on in people's good minds? That's the good hearts of the people of this country. Oh, what yeah. they do for for that they know is right. Most of you know? most people are decent people. That is, but yeah. a few can cause a lot of harm. Yep. All right. Now let's get to the uh, idiot Marilyn Garland, the Attorney General. Okay. You know who he is, right? Thank God he didn't get into the Supreme Court. You know what he just did? The Department of Justice. They just filed lawsuits against Arizona, Georgia, and uh, and Texas for. Uh, for making their own voting laws. You know why, don't you? Because they know they're going to get creamed on November 8th, and and, and they're going to try to tie up the system now in, in the court system because they don't like their voting laws because they're red states. Well, I thought the states had the right to, to make their voting laws. The states do have to make. They have the right. The federal government is not, according to the Constitution, once again, the Constitution, which they don't read and they know nothing about, Government's not supposed to be involved in the elections. That's a state by state thing. No, okay. Let's let's look at this. If if it's obvious that there's some cheating going on or something, you know, really whacked, they have a right to address it. But those laws are fine. There's nothing wrong with those laws. All it what is is think, keeping what it do honest. What do you think the Department of Justice is, is just sued these three states for? Because mm-hmm. they want cheating. Because they know that they're going to get creamed still. In the elections, they want cheating. They want all these illegal people that let cross the border and everybody else that's not supposed to be voting to vote. That's what they want. They want cheating. They want voting with no IDs. They want voting from dead people. They want voting from animals. They want voting from everybody they can get 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 the vote except the people who are supposed to vote legally. This is the only reason they filed this lawsuit against these three states. This this is ridiculous that they they they, they waste our taxpayers' money. To turn around and to, to file lawsuits against states like this uh, on, on on voting rights that the states and the people voted on, the people voted for these uh, uh, voting laws in the state that they live in. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I uh, I don't know what to tell you. It's very disheartening, and it's uh, the corruption and the dishonesty is unbelievable. Yeah, well, I'll leave you with this: they can do all the cheating they want and all the stupid lawsuits they want because November eighth is around the corner. And I'm going to tell you again, on November 8th, goodbye all of them. They're going to get creamed. I don't know as the long as it... Are going to, the, the Republicans are going to take all the light. You've never seen a red wave before in your life. All I want is honesty in the elections. Honesty is what I'm looking for. Well, you'll never get honesty from either side. Forget about that. Well, I want it and when you're voting. I want people to feel confident that their vote is going to be their vote and uh, nothing else is going to be switched around. Well, I hope after the general election in 2020, the Republicans have learned their lesson and they're going to have lawyers at all these voting booths, attorneys. I don't care how much money it costs. All right. (laughs) And now I'm craving chocolate now, Larry. (laughs) Thank you. Chocolate? No, eat tomatoes. They're better for you. All right. Thanks for the tomato. (laughs) Later. See ya. Whoops. What kind of a talk show host says whoops when you lose somebody on the line? Well, come back. Come back. I know you're on the line, 889-5252, if you'd like to uh, talk to me. 
You are a family of adventure and have waited long enough. It's time for you to buy that unforgettable ride you've always dreamed of just in time for your summer adventures. With Jeep's 4x4 and towing capabilities, get to the campsite or boat launch with no problem. Celebrate our independence with Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram during the Make This the Summer event. Falvey's offers the entire new Jeep lineup from Renegades all the way up to Grand Cherokees. They have new inventory steadily coming in. If they don't have it on the ground, they can custom order it to meet all your needs. Learn more about Falvey's current incentives and offers by visiting their dealership today just down the road from Mohegan Sun or 24 hours a day at falvey's.com. Let them be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from, or we could build a custom order together, meeting your specifications. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. Trust the care of your loved one to trusted caregivers. Safely at home. Call 1-800-HOME-CARE or visit HartfordHealthCareAtHome.org. All right, WICH with Stu. It's 84. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi there. Oh, yeah, I was just doing my bills and stuff now that the fourth is over. Did you finish all your bills? Is everything okay? Well, yeah. I, I haven't yet but I, because this is the last hour. You know, I wanted to um, talk about something local. Well, actually, I haven't gotten my tax bill yet. Has anybody else out there got theirs? Hmm. Interesting. I, you should. Yeah, I haven't gotten that yet. And, um, you know, the local uh, North Stunnington Fair? Oh, yes. I, I see times changing, and I don't think for the good. You know, they're not going to have a dairy show, which they always did. They're not going to have poultry. But I think I know why they're afraid of the avian flu on that one. Mm-hmm. And, um... No longer any horse shows. Now, I think that might have been closed down for a while, but you know what that tells me? That tells me people can't afford to have horses anymore for leisure or fun, you know? And I like, I used to love going to the horse shows. And it's like ways of life are going by the byway. And um, even in the Netherlands, you know, they're rioting. Because that green garbage laws that are going on all over Europe and everywhere, they're actually telling them that they can't have cows, and the farmers are rioting. Oh, my God. They're doing that with the cow gas, right? over there they are. I was watching it on the Internet last night. Uh, Oh, look at How stupid is that? I mean, you know, you got Dutch chocolate. You, you, You know, people over there, they have, you know, they make... Swiss cheese and all kinds of cool things. You got the cows up in the mountains with the cowbell on, the Swiss, you know, all of them over there. And this idiot we have for president is, can you believe it? How dumb our world is? They're following him. Off a cliff, like a bunch of lemmings. Well, that may be their own opinion on it. Maybe it has nothing to do with what he's saying. Oh, he's the leader of the pack. Like I said, Joe's uh, Biden's uh, fight club. You know, the fighting Irish, you know. But that is a very big disappointment. I wonder if anyone's having horse shows around the area anymore. I mean, a long time ago, that, that was really cool. Now, here's one thing I did. You know, I heard all kinds of 
things about accidents this past weekend for the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, I'm thinking, why are there so many accidents? Who's who's got the driver's license causing these accidents? And this is going to be my conspiracy theory, then I'll hang up. Okay, here's the latest for your book. I hope you're keeping a record of these. I think Mm -hmm. the state of Connecticut, because you cannot deny any illegal here because we are a, a, what a sanctuary state, by law under Lamont. And, you know, and I remember under Malloy, he said, you have to hire an illegal. He made a law. You've got to hire one if they apply. So these two rogue Democrat governors are making our state worse. But um, I believe they're giving out driver's licenses to illegals. I can't imagine the car driving uh, lesson place, which they are very costly and expensive for a regular person to get a driver's license. How are they uh, having all these illegals and gang members getting their licenses? I wonder. No, I'm I just wondering. I don't, think you they'll know? Know. I don't think they'll know if they're gang members. Uh... No, but there are an awful lot of bad guys that have driver's licenses, including gang members, and they just seem to be able to get them. But a regular, everyday person, you got to save up like $700 to go to the such-and-such such hours of class. And I don't believe they're doing it, and I am wondering how they're getting their licenses. Now, I know Nass- Nassau, Rhode Island, I think it was Mass. They're going to give it to, they, they are going, maybe both states, they are going to give illegals driver's licenses. And when I mean give, I mean give, because I saw a picture in the paper when New York did it. They were lined up out the building. They just went in, and they just got it. They're not even taking a test and that is my thinking on why there were so many accidents well, and everything this you, weekend over you, 300 <clears throat> and but are you sure they're not taking tests are you sure of that susan um susie 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 <laughs> you maybe you're not sure i'm okay i don't know if anybody goes over there to the motor vehicle department but Anyone who has gone over there, do they see anybody giving road tests? I don't think so, I, because there's just too many of them on the road. And I'm believing that because Rhode Island, and I believe Massachusetts is doing it, and I, it's like, I know masses, and I'm like, yeah, they're doing it because they want to give them licenses so they can go vote, and it's wrong, and it's also a killer on the road. Do you know how many, every morning when I get to a road report for I-95, um, going towards New Haven and out that way, wrong almost every day there's a wrong way driver on I-95. And it's like, now why are they doing that? Because they cannot read the road signs. No. So not one Democrat in leadership who follows Biden, and I think they all do, in lockstep with him, they should be thrown out 
in the fall. And I agree with Larry. There's going to be a red wave tsunami, and they're gone. I, I, never, I have uh, to have fun finding a job, because I wouldn't hire one of them. Well, okay. Uh, many of them just want to live and uh, be prosperous and all that, but there are some that shouldn't be here. I understand that for sure. Well, thank you. All right. Well, that's what I see. I know. Just from listening in the morning, boy, do I get an earful. <laughs> I don't even turn on New York. Oh, man, murder, murder, murder. Okay. Oh, well. Okay, well, have a good one. I'll talk tomorrow, Stu. Thank you. Have a good one. After that, come on, how can I have a good one? Everybody, come on, smile. Hello, Mama! <laughs> so, let's get back to... Um, Whatever, 889-5252 is the telephone number. I want Sue to really come up with a conspiracy book. I gave you my conspiracy that I don't uh, think that Nancy Pelosi really wanted to uh, get the National Guard there on January 6th. But I could be wrong, but that's my conspiracy theory. Now, one of my favorite writers for the bulletin is Bill Kenny. A little bit of Bill Kenny's column today says, I've been fortunate in my 70 trips around the sun to have encountered some remarkably talented people whose patience in trying to teach me has occasionally overcome my inability to learn. One of the precepts that they've drilled into me is true of human nature everywhere and anywhere, but most especially right here in the Rose of New England. People prefer problems that are familiar to solutions that are not. Bill says, in recent weeks... We've had opportunities to try to exert control over events we've talked about for decades. But talk is cheap. We had the next installment of the soap opera as Route 82 turns. <laughs> it's a new soap opera. As Rady, Route 82 turns. Or doesn't. Sponsored, as always, by local collision insurance companies and auto body shops. Experts from the Connecticut Department of Transportation offered slides and statistics to support their plan to construct sooner and later six roundabouts within a dramatically reconfigured Route 82 and relegating the sub-quiet crash alley to the dustbin of history. Considerable, though nowhere nearer what I'd hoped to see, number of residents, drivers, and business owners shared their reactions, which sounded at times like, can you do something without doing anything? Bill says, I'm wondering if there might have been a more positive reaction if the roundabouts had been vertical, like Hot Wheels racing loops instead of horizontal. I fear we may now never know. Meanwhile, on the last Tuesday in June was a public forum for a $381 million proposed school construction project, Norwich taxpayers' share would be $149 million. That reimagines and re-engineers how public education will be delivered to our children for decades to come. Two things. Yes, you read the dollars correctly, and almost no one attended the meeting. There have been efforts over the last 25 years to invest in our schools, but this project is a big swing. It's a big swing for the fences where previously we've tried to bunt our way around decaying buildings inadequate facilities and obsolete technology supporting outdated curriculum. With a lick and a promise, telling ourselves when times get better, we'll see what we can do. You'd think two years of COVID and its consequences might have added urgency to the process. 
doesn't matter if you have children in our schools. You have a part in this. We all do. For our schools, our children, and our teachers, and our city, the time is now for a serious discussion about the limits of making do as opposed to what we could and should do next. So put this Monday evening at 6 p.m. on your calendar now because the City Council will hold a public workshop to discuss the scale, scope, and the costs with architectural firm Drummy Roseanne Anderson, DRA, upon whose master plan the school construction project is based. You can view a presentation given to the Board of Education last month by going on YouTube. If you can't be in the council chambers, then watch it on the city website or on Comcast Government Access Channel, either Channel 182 or 1084. Words of wisdom from Bill Kinney. Welcome to the program. Yes, Joe. I often wonder, how is, it, how is the NFA able to uh, keep up with uh, providing a good education for people, the students, uh, they uh, they just uh, rehab the buildings. I mean, if it needs uh, improvements, uh, they do the improvements in the summertime and uh, keep up with uh, technology and everything else with these improvements. I don't see uh, why these uh, buildings, the lower grade buildings, uh, you know, the uh, for the Board of Education and knowledge, why they have to be ripped down and uh, new ones put up. I understand that the architects say that's going to cost a lot of money to, to rehab them, and it's not worth it. But the architects, they're getting paid to, to design the new buildings. They're not, they're not interested in the old buildings. It doesn't, it doesn't benefit them at all. Uh, they, they got knowledge. I don't know. They spend money... And that, that's uh, $150 million that's got to go out to bond. You know, what, uh, how much is that a year just in interest payment? For 20 years, and then in 20 years again, they'll rip down more buildings. Well, that's a good I question uh, to ask if you ever I get to a meeting. Yeah. So, that's all I have to say. Okay, I'm glad you did. Thank you. And what they say is that it costs more to renovate, tear it down, then put up new buildings. I mean, that's the word that I hear. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, yes. Good afternoon, Stu. Hi there. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Yeah. To answer Sue's question, I, I got my taxes. Oh, you did? But I'm in Norwich. Oh, okay. She's in well, Preston. She's in Preston. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody uh, paid her taxes for her. GoFundMe page. Huh? On a GoFundMe page. Yeah. Would that be something? <laughs> well, I, I hope Larry's right. He called earlier about uh, November 8th, the red wave. I really hope it happens. Because the first thing they should do in January is bring this president up for impeachment, for all the things that he's done. Impeach him. He deserves to be impeached. Well, first of all, the opposition has to have some good candidates. We know some of them, but um, don't know a lot of them. But across the country, they need good candidates. Yeah, which I, I believe they have some. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of agree with Larry about the, the, the red wave, too. You know, that's what we need. Or else if, we, if we lose in November, 
we're going to be in really deep doo-doo. I never like to get that deep. Yes. I know. I I, uh, I gave you a homework assignment, Stu, while I'm thinking about it, Thursday. Did you do it? Which assignment was that? You were supposed to call Patty up and find out uh, how she's doing. Did you do it well, Miss Check on her? You're right. You're right. She hasn't called in a couple of three weeks. God, is it three weeks? Yeah, almost three weeks, I would say. Okay, just wrote so it didn't down. Call her yet? No, I did not. I got oh, that's uh, your assignment for tonight. Sidetracked. No, as soon as I get off the air, I'm, I wrote it down in big letters. I think I have her number in my book. I think. I remember when we she had a problem and she fell that I, when they gave me the number, I think I wrote it down in the book. Well, I'm surprised somebody else on the you know one of our uh, yeah some people know Patty. Yeah. You know. Listen, but I'm anyway, concerned. Uh, yeah. Have a good afternoon and enjoy your evening and uh, talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we'd like to check up on some of our listeners that haven't called in a while. Make sure they're okay. Welcome to the program. It's Stu. I'm glad he just said that. I I asked about her too. So you don't have Patty's number, right? No. No, no. I, geez, I I haven't been to Stonington since I got stoned. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, 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 no, I, no, I understand. Some people, I, I some, fun, of our li- some of our no, listeners I, do call. I don't have her number, but I was hoping she came to your DQ that day. I wanted to meet her. No, she told and me she wasn't coming to that. Well, I didn't hear that. She didn't so, have transportation. Yep. I just accepted the fact whoever I met. I I had a wonderful day at your uh, at the uh, mm-hmm. get together. Yeah, because I didn't know who I was going to run into. Stu, to be honest with you, I just went there because I wanted to see you. I wanted to see Danny. I got to meet Marty. I got to meet a lot of wonderful people. But you know, yeah, it would have been a joy to uh, talk. To- because her voice, she got a distinct, cool voice. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, and, and that's all. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna burn the rest of the, your day up. But all right, Joe. yeah, I, I hope you can get a hold of her and find out what's going on. I'll let you know tomorrow. Thank you. Hello, Love welcome it. to the program. Hello there. Hmm. hmm. How are you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing. Get a little closer to the phone here, huh? Here I am. Here you are. Yeah. Um, oh, wait a minute. You know Sorry. Patty, don't you? You know yes, Patty? Yes, I do. Yeah. And I wish I had her number. I didn't realize it. I used to have it. I hope I can still find it. Yeah, don't you have your little black book? I have my little black book, yes. Um, now, what the hell was I... Oh, oh, with Mark, if you want to meet your new neighbors, just get a raccoon <laughs> and drape it over a tree limb, and they will come. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're a stitch. <laughs> well, I tell you, when you have that happen to you, that's how I met two sets of neighbors. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because this was this went on for hours, and that poor fellow was hanging in the tree the whole time, hanging there, hanging there. Three quarters of the front of him was on one side, and the one quarter of the back of him was on the other side, and it was rather obvious he couldn't get up. To you know, to make it, and I know that he was ill, mm. but uh, that was very disappointing. That the um, state departments of environmental protection and everything, they didn't, they didn't even care. We we called the DEP, we called wildlife. Nope, 
we don't come out for things like that. Really? Okay. I, I couldn't believe didn't it. Didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know darn well if there's a raccoon hanging off your tree for hours during the day, there's something wrong with the tree or the coon, and mm-hmm. it ain't the tree. Yeah. It's, it's the coon. Yeah. And it's in a residential area, so we could not mm-hmm. put the poor thing down. But that's a way to meet neighbors. Well, that's the way you do it. Um, so uh, they became good friends? No, but I mean, at oh. least I know who they are now. <laughs> well, that's not... Because this is New England. We are not from the South. Oh, come on. You can be good neighbors. You don't have to be from the South. Yeah, well, why don't they try to come over for a change? I mean, they're new neighbors. Hi, I'm your new neighbors. I just want to introduce myself. Why does it always have to be the people that are here? Well, you could go over and say, hi, I'm a neighbor, a new yeah, neighbor that, of yours. Yeah, the old neighbors never even let us know that they were moving out. Oh. Nobody nobody let us know, and we were, what the heck's going on here? First, we got the across-the-road neighbors. They just booked, and we had no idea until the for-sale sign went up. Mm-hmm. And then our, right next to me, the house next door same thing and my husband used to work with this guy and really? he couldn't even mention that oh by the way we're moving <laughs> so uh, do you have any new people that moved in their places yeah I have no idea who well, the one across the road place I got no idea who they are because they keep to themselves and I don't know if they, I think there's more than one family well they could be there. shy they could be very no, shy I'm shy but I mean, geez, them. <laughs> That's geez, not going to work. Yeah. You could tell they're city people. <clears throat> You'd think that city people would come and at least introduce themselves. Nope. I think you should go over there and say, "How y'all doing?" I tried that because I did that with the last neighbors. That didn't get me anywhere. So. Well, that doesn't mean these neighbors won't no, feel. This is New England. We are more reticent. We're different. We're all different. You know that. Yeah, I know, but we're not. <laughs> you know, we're not. You know, but we're not. Yeah, we're, well, we're all on. different, but we're not. We're all human beings. Well, it's nice to have a neighbor that you uh, communicate with and are friendly with. Oh, yeah. You kind well, of look out the, for each other. The fellow next uh, next door to us, mm-hmm. him I met um, because of the raccoon. And? and he walked right over and introduced himself. And so a, a, another lady across the road, a young woman, younger woman, mm-hmm. she, she came also because they were wondering what the heck is going on. Because we were trying to call anybody. Because, you know, it, it's supposed to be a matter of alarm. If you think you have something that is ill or rabid, uh, one would think that either the state or the town. My husband even went to Hope, uh, not Hopeville, to uh, Voluntown to the headquarters there, the state forest. No, there was nothing they could do. I mean, geez, and you can't you can't shoot a gun in a residential area. But you, you know? did meet a couple of neighbors that became your friends. Well, no, no I would ne- not say that, but at least I met them. <laughs> okay. Friends are very hard to make, and you you can't call people friends when you just say hello. No, I know, but you could have them over for tea. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think so? No, because no. we're also very reticent people when it comes to... And, oh, by the way, I went to the library yesterday, mm-hmm. talking to the head librarian, and we were talking about fashion. Not fashion, but just clothing. 
and how is we getting older? It's so funny. I said I'd never wear anything with an elastic waist because, oh, I just thought that was so old fartish. And of course now I love them. <laughs> See, sometimes you have to. Uh, no, but when I said stretch that, your imagination. When I said that to the no, I look fine in them. Okay. But when I said that to the librarian, she says, "Oh, oh my God! I just lived in jeans for so many years." I said. Yeah, I used to wear them all the time, too, but they're so ubiquitous now that I don't want to be ubiquitous. So, and I like leggings. So, and she looks at me and she says, I don't know what that word means. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this is a head librarian and she doesn't know what ubiquitous means. Yeah, but she could look it up. I know, but she didn't even know what it meant. How... Well, that's okay. That's I know, right. but it's so funny because <clears throat> she's a librarian. Doesn't mean they know everything. No, but that's not an unusual word. But they'll tell you where the science fiction section is. Yeah, well, it's a small library, too. I've read half the book. Okay. <laughs> well, all <laughs> well, right. Anyway, get a raccoon if you need to get... To I'll leave you with these three words. Love thy neighbor. Oh, I know that. And they're, they're, everybody's a good neighbor. You know, okay. they're all they're quiet. Nobody's causing okay. hassles and stuff. So that's just Well, that's fine. a good start. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, you can always get a raccoon and hang it off a tree branch. All right. There Thank you, you go. You. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's take another call at 889-5252. Now, somewhere in the black mining hills of Dakota, there lived a young boy named Rocky Raccoon. Uh, and that's the way to meet your neighbors. Uh, welcome to the program. I was going to say thank you for holding, but that was a kind of a long hold there. Uh, give us a call and you would be next. 889-5252 is the telephone number. Would you like to hear a little more of that? We can play a little more of that. Into his room Only to find Gideon's Bible Rocky had come Equipped with a gun To shoot off the legs of his rival His rival, it seems Had broken his dreams By stealing the girl of his fancy Her name was McGill And she called herself Lil but everyone knew her as Nancy Now she and her man Who called himself Dan Were in the next room at the hoedown A rocky burst in And grinning a grin He said, Danny boy, this is a showdown He drew fast and shot And Rocky collapsed in the corner The doctor came in 
proceeded to lie on the table. He said, Rocky, you met your match. And Rocky said, Doc, it's only a scratch. And I'll be better, I'll be better, Doc, as soon as I am able. And now Rocky Raccoon, he fell back in his room. Only to find Gideon's Bible. Gideon checked out, and he left it no doubt. I don't know if there's any secret message to that song, but maybe it's will help you meet some neighbors. It's called Rocky Raccoon Albums. They're selling albums again, not as much as they used to, but we used to love the album covers, and the Beatles decided to put out an album with nothing on the cover, except it said Beatles. It was called The White Album, and of course it sold millions and millions of copies like other Beatle albums, but... It was kind of unique. Nothing on the album cover. Welcome, you're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi. You know, these people that keep saying there's got to be a rat. Could you get a coast? Sorry, can you, can you get... Hello. Hi. Can you get out and vote. Yes, I think people should get out and vote. You're right. I'm not... Otherwise, they're going to have the same people that they've got in now. Well, it's it's up to the uh, American uh, voters to vote to they think's going to do the best job, and all we want it is to be honest and fair. I hope it is. I really do. Me and too. People should have to show their ID when they vote. Sure, of course. There's there's no reason not to. Absolutely. I, that's all I want to say to you. Thank you. Thank you. Get on and vote. I've said this a lot, that people sometimes vote for a, a person because of one issue, even though they cover lots of different issues. I'm going to vote for her because she's beautiful. I want to vote for him because I like his approach on uh, the economy. I don't like anything else he does. You know, things like, got to look at the whole package, I think. But, or I'm just going to vote because it's my party and I'll vote if I want to. Because my mom and dad voted that way, and my grandparents and their grandparents and uh, cavemen voted that way, so I'm going to vote that way. Try to look at the whole picture and learn about the candidates, and then make up your mind. It's usually the best way to do it, I think. 94.5 WICH is celebrating summer this Friday at Howard T. Brown Park with the Norwich Harbor Fireworks. Brought to you by Foxwoods Resort Casino. There will be food trucks and music in partnership with the Greater Norwich Area Chamber of Commerce. All the fun starts at 5 p.m. and the fireworks blast off just after 9 p.m. Look for the WICH tent with Franco and your chance to win prizes at the Norwich Harbor Fireworks. Friday with 94.5 and 1310 AM WICH. We can get another call in if you like at 889-5252 at WICH AM and FM. Check us out online, WICH.com. You can also 
Find us on Facebook. Please like us on Facebook. And then uh, what else do we have? Pasta Vazul. You like that? All right. Danny O'Brien in the morning. Some great conversations with Marty Hausberger. He was talking this morning about uh, when people are dating, how they give each other these cutesy little nicknames, you know, honey bun and schmoozy and things like that. And Danny was saying, it's okay, but don't say it in front of other people. <laughs> it can be embarrassing. Oh, honey crunch bar, you know, just kind of keep it to yourself. Did you have one of those little nicknames when you were dating and that you called each other? Schmoochy? <laughs> it was a great bit. I think everybody does. Of course, we do that with little babies and we wonder, gee, how come they're not talking yet? Because we look at babies and we go, Goo-gee-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. that's not how they're going to learn English. You know, they start talking and they'll go, Mama, coochie-boochie-boochie. I think maybe we should start off talking with our regular language. Maybe they would learn faster. These are just some of the things that I think about. How do you make the most of your land? Shaw does it behind the wheel of a John Deere 1025R compact tractor. Why do I go by Shaw? Shaw stands for skilled hands at work. And he lives up to the name as he uses his versatile tractor to make my yard look as beautiful as I possibly can. But the Hubbards use their 1025R2 to both vegetables and my flowers as well. It's exciting, putting yourself out there, learning something new. And with a long list of easy-to-attach implements, ranging from a front loader to a box blade and backhoe, they both can make the earth take the shape that I want it to take. Because the beauty of having land is deciding how to make it yours. I'm allowed to do anything with this practice. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deer. D.H. Marvin has been a John Deere dealer for over 85 years. See D.H. Marvin on South Main Street in Colchester to see what they have available or to place your order today. We used to talk to our dog that way. Dogs probably think, what are these fools talking about? Right? I don't know why we talked to the dog that way. It was just kind of little lovey-dovey, coochie-coochie. Just give me the food and get out of here, huh? Try that the next time you have a baby or just talk regular. I'm like, how are you doing, little baby? How was your day? Did you have a nice nap in the crib? Mommy and Daddy, they're sweet people. Don't forget to say Mommy and Daddy. They'll feel really good. Make sure they're both in the room so they don't miss it. Welcome to the program. Hi. Talk to me. Talk to me or I'll have to leave you. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Turn your radio down, please. Turn your radio down. Do you do you have the number? Do I have the number? Do you have the number for the Do you have the number for the Better Business Bureau for the donations you know you make to like Danny Thomas and all those? Oh, you mean St. Jude's? St. Jude's, yeah. Well, I don't have it with me, but um, do you go on the computer at all? No, mm-hmm. I'm brain dead. No, you're not. You just haven't taken it up, that's all. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I don't have it with me. I could put a note to have it tomorrow. or. All right, I'll call you tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Or do, do you do any, you don't do any emails or anything like that, right? No. No, I'm too too old to get started. Do you want to leave me a message on my machine, and then I'll uh, call you back? 
Yeah, okay. All right, just 887-3511. 887-3511. Just ask for Stu's machine. Okay, Stu's machine. Okay. okay, Stu. All right, we'll get it for you. Thank you. Thank you. Rocky Raccoon. Guess that about wraps it up today, huh? Like, would you like me to play a little piano tune for you? Hmm? know how difficult it is to reel, reel in this piano in a studio? Hey, thanks for being with us today. It's always a pleasure. I hope you have a wonderful day and that you all please be kind to each other. And I still believe in my heart most people are really decent, good people. So don't let the few get you down. That's the March of the Teddy Bears, isn't it? My teddy bear could not march. Could hardly move. He ate too much, he was stuffed. like my second grade teacher at the piano. She would play like that. Miss Lucy, can I be excused? Oh, she's playing the piano. Leave her alone. My pencil broke. Please be kind to each other. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 in Norwich. And we're on FM 294.5. W233DB in Norwich. Jimmy Fallon's show coming up at 2. He's uh, on vacation, but he's got a great fill-in. Right now it's 2 o'clock. <laughs>